<laughs> we do need a bigger table. Why are we doing this? I don't know. Like there's a there's a Starbucks, there's a false, that giant can of beer. We got two so we got two seven hundred and fifty ML fosters waiting for us each for this episode. Okay. It is seven fourteen in the morning. And it's kinda is, woke up at six thirty. It, it's two AM where I am now. <laughs> so we're we're great at making decisions. <laughs> All right. So here's the thing. I I know when I when I see something and I know it will change change Nate's life, I send it to him right away. And I know it takes him about a day to watch it. And I recently did that with something for Nate. <laughs> I D- describe it for for everyone I, at home. I see where this is going. So I wanted to bring this up right away because it's a genuine piece of joy. I sent Nate a six second clip of a video of someone riding a skateboard with a shiny purple dildo on the end of the skateboard, and the skateboard. The guy rides it up a little ramp into a man's ass. <laughs> oh. And you hear the man go, uh. And as you're hearing him go, uh, you hear someone in the background go, ooh. Oh. Nate watched it probably for two minutes straight with me laughing. <laughs> mm-hmm. This is w- true. We were just listening to the sound effects of the rolling, the plunk, oh, just an incredible thing. Says, did you watch that clip? I did. Oh, I would say you missed the most important point of this clip, Tyler. What? What did I miss? I want to know if you caught this. There's a third voice in that clip. There's man. So, like, there's the initial, like, guy on the skateboard, thud. Uh-huh. There's the the guy getting rammed home. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> rammed home. Going, uh. <laughs> like, you know. E.T. ram home. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it already I'm already starting my Australian accent. <laughs> but there's also a third guy going, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> There's this guy. He was just surprised about all of this. I mean, Says, did you like? Did you like the video? <laughs> it was great, but I'm more of the wall guy because I have some questions about it. <laughs> what are your questions? <laughs> How many times did they need to do that to get that clip? Like. Did it go? Oh, you think they practiced di- it? Yeah. They had like, to have. How did they aim it? Otherwise, like it got in the first try. <laughs> well, here's I. I don't know if it got in. I'm still I've, on the fence of whether or not it went no, in. No, I've watched it multiple times now. It went in. All the way in. <laughs> okay. Okay. So, we have one true believer and one dildo skateboard truther, basically. Well, I just think that it went under, which, I mean, could still create that sound. <laughs> and speaking of going under, uh, welcome to yeah, Animal Time. Welcome to Animal Time. We're going way down under today. <laughs> they can't tell you their names. They can't tell you where they live, but in the mid to late 90s, these five teenagers can turn into animals to fight an invading army of evil brain slugs. Five dumb teens are the only thing standing in the way of complete annihilation. This is Anamorphic Time with Nate and Tyler. Get your hand off my girlfriend, you yerk-brained bastard! (laughs) This is for daddy. Uh, Make it like half the bottle. Catherine Alice Applegate wouldn't want this. She doesn't want this. (laughs) And like they're they're like no stop shooting at children. Oh man, being twelve was weird. <laughs>
Oh, yeah, here we are. Australia book, book number 40, 44. 44. 44. We're, we're prepared. We, 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 I Honestly, Tyler, since we started this, you've been saying, I can't wait to go to Australia. <laughs> <laughs> One of these books, we're going to Australia. Well, I'm like, all right, cool. It's, yeah. I you also described it as the worst book. <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> I I don't know if I believe that any longer after rereading it. I still think it's the worst one we've read so far. Well, hold on, wait. We'll get into we'll get into it. Okay. All right. Joining us uh putting his shrimp on our barbie today. God, I hate yeah, this. This is the awful. Uh joining us, my Australian boyfriend, my favorite Australian, one of the f- one of my favorite people that I've met because of this podcast yeah. coming from the heart of Criminal Island, Australia. Stezza, welcome to Animorphin Time. G'day, mates. <laughs> oh, you, you had to do it. He said the line. We did not tell him to do that. He did it. He said the line. That was natural. It's, uh, it's mandatory. They, they just say that there. <laughs> it's just something they do down there. I do have to say, we don't say shrimp, actually. We say prawn. See, I knew that, but I still did it anyway. That's okay. It's sort of the... That's... The done That's thing. me fucking the prawn on this one. <laughs> you don't even eat shrimp. I don't like shrimp at all. Yeah, yeah, it's not good. You don't like seafood. It's I like some seafood, but now there are worms hidden in all of it. Yeah, I mean that's why you cook it. That's why you put it on the Barbie. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fine, fine. So, Ceza, yeah, tell us your history with animorphs. Okay, um, I was a fairly early adopter, I'd say. Uh, did you guys ever have? The kids magazine Disney Adventures. I saw it at dentist offices. Yeah, yeah. it rings a bell, but we were I was too poor okay. too poor to get yeah. it. I might have stolen it from a Safeway. <laughs> okay, yeah. In the nineties there was the kids magazine series, Disney Adventurers. And um I think it was like nineteen ninety eight or something. Uh like I collected them. And one of them came with a little like booklet thing. And it had, um, from the first book, the the chapter where Jake turns into the lizard. And that Ooh. was my introduction. I was like seven or eight then. And I guess there was... Oh, they got... <laughs> there was something about they it. They got I you like. early. Yeah. yeah. Advertising yeah. works, especially for kids. <laughs> Does it still work for kids? I don't know any kids. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's probably a good thing. <laughs> Nate, you going to have kids? Uh, what, like now? <laughs> Just at all? Currently, uh, right now. I mean, probably not. Like, you know, hey, listen, there's a time limit, and I'm not an attractive man, so... <laughs> oh, bullshit. We're three attractive dudes. It's true. We do have a Mab. Mab? My Australian boyfriend. Oh. Right <laughs> it's like, what the... F- You're making up <laughs> An acronym. Okay. Yeah, I'm ready for it. Um... You also I'm ready for. What are you ready for? Oh, I've, I've been I've been eyeballing this. You like, have. Wow. Are you getting the shakes? Like, if we don't drink these, are you gonna start have a seizure? Okay, wait, hold. On. Let me tell a story about your dad real quick. <laughs> <laughs> so your your dad, Tyler's dad, came over to to our house uh-huh. to fix the our thermos. house in the middle of a street. Our house in the middle of a street. <laughs> didn't have to do that. Says to join yeah. me. My boyfriend loves me. You do, he loves me more than you do. <laughs> he, he came over. He came over to fix the thermostat, and he's like, "Nate, I will give you twelve dollars for a beer right now." <laughs> why, why do you need this? I'm like, "Okay, fine." There's like a fancy beer in the fridge. That's all we had. He's like, "Ooh, uh, you know, it, it, chocolate." What was it? It was a uh, b- black forest chocolate 
beer. Yeah. And he's like, all right, fine. A uh, special beer you were saving. Yeah. And, and he bought it for me and he just like drank it and then left. <laughs> and I was like, what was that interaction all about? And then I realized, oh, yeah, your dad has to drink on a schedule. Yes. He <laughs> he has to drink. He keeps beer in the car. Yeah. <laughs> for Casey. He, he has a medical need for a beer. Yes. He will die if he doesn't drink, which... Uh, newsflash to all chronic alcoholics out there. If you drink every day and you suddenly stop, you'll die. You'll get the DTs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So this is something I often tell patients who are withdrawing from alcohol who come in. They're like the middle-aged man. It's like, I've been drinking 30 years. I decided this was the week I was going to stop. And I'm like, I always hear, you want to hear my speech, Nate? Yeah, do it. I'll say, so you see in movies, people like quit drugs, like they'll quit doing heroin and the patient will go, yeah. And be like, it looks like misery for them, right? Yeah, like it's a uh, train spotting, right? Yeah, it's train spotting. He, he's one bucket for pissing, one for shitting, one for uh, vomitus. I can't do the accent. <laughs> you uh, a that's a Scottish movie. But but I'm like, it looks miserable, right? And the patient will say, oh, yeah, that does look miserable. And I say, do you know what happens when you quit cold turkey heroin? And they're like, what? And I say, it really, really hurts. Do you know what happens when you quit cold turkey alcohol? And they say, what? And I say, you fucking die. Because that's what happens. Your body becomes so dependent on alcohol that you have a seizure and you die. So if there's any drinkers out there, which I'm one of them, don't just stop. Wean down. Also benzos, same thing. Don't don't yes, just also stop true. benzos. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, never never do that. Your body falls yeah. apart. Like Okay, but what drugs should I start? Um <laughs> I don't know. Pretty much, I like hallucinogens. <laughs> Hold on, let me open my let me open my Foster's Australian for beer. Foster's Australian for beer. Says, how are we doing with the accent? <laughs> <laughs> I'm tolerating it. <laughs> <laughs> let, let me let me uh, let's okay, yeah, this, just really break it out. <sighs> this we got the what? the premiums. We started the premiums. This the green can. We got blueies after this. <laughs> That's the thing in Australia, right? Blueies. I don't know. So you've never been to Australia. I don't know why you're trying to guess. Oh, that's not bad. That's actually pretty easy drinking. It's fine. It's it's a green beer. It tastes like all beers. Oh, there's there's that cheap beer taste. Yeah, it's no Chang. Every Chang beer is brewed with the Thai philosophy of Lemir. Chang, superior, superior drink. Uh, uh, it says, uh, do you drink? Uh, no, I'm a bad Australian because I'm not an alcoholic. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I do weed. That's about it. Is so, it is it legal over there? Uh, some places, uh, they have like medical. Some places. It's, okay, it's kind of like America, like that. Except here in Oregon, yeah. it's all in Oregon, America, as we call it. Yeah, it's all legal, <laughs> recreational. We have fun. Yeah, it's it's legal if you find you know that you're around cool people. <laughs> yeah, that aren't narcs. It's legal <laughs> if you don't get caught. That's right. That's the anamorphic <laughs> time promise right there. Yeah, but you know what? Uh, they say that you shouldn't play mind games. Mm. Well, tell that to the yurks. Uh, yeah. So here we are. There's our tagline for book forty-four. You shouldn't play mind games. <laughs> like the best part about this tagline is it has nothing, absolutely nothing. nothing to do with the story. Like usually we could bullshit our way around. Like oh well, this is referring to that. No, they, are they playing mind games? No, like this one. This one's so easy. It's the whole down under thing. It's like this time they go way down under. It would be so easy. Yeah. No, Cassie's going undercover. Way undercover. Yeah, down <laughs> under. Cassie's going undercover. 
down undercover. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Animorphs. Yeah, yeah, like honestly though, Davy Madley is really carrying the weight on this. Cover. Yeah, this is a good cover. I like this. It cover. is. It's got okay. our nice Cassie model, like beautifully blending in to a kangaroo. Middle Cassie looking good. Oh yeah, and then we get the gorgeous thing that is the inside cover. At now, first glance, it's just a kangaroo standing in front of an Australian mountain, red rock, you know, uh, yellow grass, sparse trees, you know, what Americans would think was Australia. Outback, it just looks yeah. like, yeah. And then what did we notice last night, Nate? Well, I mean, I, I want to, I want to do another test here. Oh, it says uh, it's holding it. Says a, He's got it. No, it's right there. It. He's found it. Okay. <laughs> the boomerang. Right. So this kangaroo is holding a boomerang. <laughs> and the great thing about it is, like, I look at the covers pretty closely because I know that I'm going to have to talk about them. Mm-hmm. Right. So I looked at this cover. I'm like, oh, it's a kangaroo. Time to move on with my life. Right. <laughs> Tyler then later pointed out that it was holding a boomerang. I had no idea. And then I died. Yep. I lost oxygen <laughs> to my brain and went to heaven because yep. of that. Because you're a good boy. Yeah, that's right. Uh, and like, yeah, the, the boomerang just blends in so perfectly it's, with the kangaroo that you don't notice it. It's a masterpiece. It's a fucking masterpiece. Right. And that's this book is that. Oh, right. It, it, yeah, that's right. It's an allegory for this book because like, yeah, sure. It looks pretty boring on the surface. It looks pretty generic. But there are little moments, little tiny pieces that make this book amazing. Little hidden pieces of wonder that are up there with Animorphs visuals. Little corn kernels that are sticking out of that turd. I can't (laughs) think of any Australian slang. Uh, Little hunks of Vegemite on your toast? No. Says, Where does Vegemite go? Uh... In my mouth. (laughs) 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 No, I was wondering if you guys managed to get any. Could not find any. Okay. Yeah. We, the enough. best we got is Foster's. <laughs> well, it's, oh my it's, God. The, it's the byproduct, byproduct of it. It's the brewer's yeast from after the brewing the the beer. That's what it's made <laughs> yeah, out so of. Yeah, so it's the sludge at the bottom. Yeah. yeah. Beer sludge. I see. I'm going to describe this for the listeners. Ceza is now holding his bottle or jar of Vegemite yeah. with B vitamins. <laughs> Good for you. It doesn't look like a good B vitamin. Oh, he's got the spoon. (laughs) Oh, are are you going to eat some live on podcast? (laughs) Uh, Yeah. I mean, so I think we should narrate it like somebody's good. So he's unscrewing the top. He's He's got the he's got the yellow top off. Right. Oh man, that is a well worn bottle. He's done this before, folks. Oh, he's got. Oh, it's just black. It's black as night in there. It's black beer sludge. Oh my god. And I I have no idea how it tastes. (laughs) <laughs> he just went for it. What, what does it taste like, honestly? Um, I, I don't know. Salty, I guess. It's like um. <laughs> you looked like you hated it. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I'm just. I'm. I'm. I do like it. I'm just trying to. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to torture yourself for us. <laughs> so convincing. Well, oh yeah, no, it's great. <laughs> I I like eating like beef stock cubes, chicken stock cubes, and stuff like that. And it's not that different. It's just like okay, salty. So it it would probably make a good sauce of some kind if yeah, you mixed it with yeah. something. You, you okay. can put it in like beef soup, sort of make it like a bit of savory, well, extra savory. All right. We got to try this. Nate. What, yeah. what I'm hearing is that if you're a sick, nasty freak with a garbage mouth, <laughs> as you often me. are, I, I am as well. I say this as a kindred spirit. Uh, you, you'll like that Vegemite. Yeah. Uh, 
I, I bet I would love the Vegemite. I'm not going to lie. I really want to try. I've always wanted to try it. Next episode, we'll get some. Yeah. The ne- <laughs> Listen, it, promise. This is an anamorphic dime promise. We will get some Vegemite and eat it. Yeah, he makes these promises and these proclamations knowing full well he can edit them out. <laughs> no, I, I won't edit it out. This will come out before the Seth next episode. Seth is just eating more Vegemite. Yeah. <laughs> That's how well, you know that he's on not lying. <laughs> he is part of the clean spoon club over there. <laughs> Hold on. Let me have a huge pull of Foster's. Nate, start us off. Chapter one. Chapter one for Ashley, Austin, and for Michael and Jake. Uh, Ghost Rider getting a little bit greedy here on the yeah on the uh, Lisa Hark Rider not Lisa has she done any other books I don't think so yeah. I forgot to look that up because we were getting up so fucking early for this <laughs> yeah what we didn't mention what time it is by it's, the way it's now seven thirty one a.m. I'm half a f- seven fifty mil Foster's deep says is going fucking ham on some Vegemite the world <laughs> is not okay <laughs> this podcast is not okay. But you know what is okay? This mission right now. Cassie and the gang. Well, Cassie specifically is a seagull, and she is at the airport, mm-hmm. and she's watching this military plane uh, being surrounded by military guys. Yeah. Hot Marines are-, are Bursting with muscle and low socioeconomic status. They're guarding the plane, and they're guarding this plane because Cassie got a hot tip that there's a bug fighter part in that plane. And this is where I could. This is kind of where I could tell, like, this book might mean be kind of bad. Uh-huh. Is that I'm like, why do they care? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> why? Why do we care about bug fighter parts? Marines have them. Okay, I guess like they're, they're worried about the secret getting out. Right. Uh, the, the Yurks. They'll they'll know that Yurks are around. At this point, it should have been obvious. Yeah. Right. If this was a a thing that the Animorphs wanted to have happen, they could have done it by now. Uh huh. They could have just found a Yurk and this w- waggled him on TV, or had Axe morph on camera. Yeah. yeah or TV st- like anything. We saw that happen. You're right. We saw Axe unmorph on camera. It's like aliens are real and and they suck. <laughs> Basically, the um, start sort of a rehash of fourteen with the the Andalite toilet. Pretty yes. much. Yeah. Right. A bunch Absolutely. Of, like, it, it would have been points. better if it was a toilet. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's like, yeah, this is this is how you know this is not a top tier Animorphs book. Because why do we care? We don't. Cesar, did you care about this plot at all? Not particularly. <laughs> Basically, just yeah. an excuse to have the Australian adventure. <laughs> yeah, and so like, I don't think the writer cares too because they mention it. And they move on. Yes. Right? Um, you know, but they bring it back. It's so fucking weird. It's, it's fine. We'll, we'll get to it. But like the book gives us permission to ignore it because we're not here for that. Yeah. So we're, we're here for um, this black limo shows up. Right? And yeah. I'm thinking like, oh, black limo. Mm, who could it be? Who could it be? Turns out novice or three. No, novice or three. Not just, this time. Just some guy. Just a guy who, like me, is known for his bald spot. Right. Yeah. Cassie really going hard on the baldies. Like, come on. We just lose our hair because we're cool and hot. <laughs> it's, a, it's a solar panel for a sex machine. <laughs> I have a full head of hair, by the way, audience. It's, Shut it's the all yeah, we can see it. Fuck off. Yeah, it's, it's all I, I, the privilege I, bit, Nate. I, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
be nice. Don't body shame us. I love body shame. I had a patient once when I was starting an IV on her. She was like 90. I was hunched down, putting a needle in her arm. Yep. She patted the top of my head, and I'm like, what are you doing? And she goes, I wanted to touch your halo because you're an angel. Uh. And I'm like, oh, God. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of touching. Both no. And, come on. No, 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 no. She <laughs> thought you were a celestial being. Nate, I'm going to spoil a part of life for you. Okay. You should never trust an old lady's hands or what's under those fingernails. Oh, yeah, it is shit. It's <laughs> poop. And she fully palmed and scratched my bald spot. <laughs> Leave me alone, old ladies. <laughs> Don't touch me. You should get one of those like old-timey nurse hats. <laughs> I, cross on it. One day, I did bring some to work, and it was Hell yeah. intolerable how much fun it was. So, um, so yeah, the, the gang... Well, here's... Okay, so the next step... Honestly, none of this matters. None of this plot matters. No. Um, what does matter, though, is that... Cassie poops on the phone. The, the, well, the, the, <laughs> hold on. The, yeah. the, so there is the um, sharks and the jets. Sharks and the Yeah, shark... Yeah. And, and um, the, the shots. It, it's about to pop off. <laughs> the shots are about to pop off. <laughs> They're about to pop off. Right, because in that, that case, those are the Yurks. Because um, Cassie um, yeah, tried the, to slow them down by pooping on this guy's phone. Yeah, so the Marines are wearing like full respirators, you know, giant masks. They got a hot plane full of COVID coming. The bald. Sorry, the follically challenged man mm-hmm. who says, I'm from the CIA. Why is he Australian? I got to stop. <laughs> uh, we'll said, get to Australia, Tyler. I you can do it. I yeah, can't, I, I, you'll have time. I can't wait. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, he's like, nah, you guys go home. It's fine. We're good. How are you? Uh, I'm in charge. I'm in the CIA. And the Marine's like, eh, I don't know if I trust this. And Cassie's like, oh, so the bald one's the controller. He's evil because he has less hair. There's a yerk in there pushing his hair out. Yeah. <laughs> So they all get pissed off. Cassie's like, she's hey, 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 the Marines suck. The Marines suck. Like she thought speaks saying that the Marines suck. I, it, she does a bad. gag. Well, it's also not Cassie. Cassie doesn't do gags like uh. that. Well, maybe. I don't know. But she's like, uh, Air Force is better. And the Marine, oh, he's not having that. No, the Marine is a very good, strong Marine. He stands tall. That's right. Un- yeah. Unrattled, as all troops are. Just yeah. perfect. Uh, Cesar, what, what branch of the military is your favorite? <laughs> <laughs> Does Australia have a military? Uh, yes. Uh, I've never heard I don't them. know anything about it. Oh, they fought those birds. They fought yeah, the big birds. Oh, they fought right. the emos, yeah. That's... They are the big birds. <laughs> <laughs> Your military is the big birds that fought the war. Headcanon accepted. Yeah, please. I'm getting my facts from Tyler now. <laughs> That's, I, I'm very smart. I'm having beer. It's 7.30 in the morning. Long story short is they start blasting. Yeah, um, I want to say who starts blast. Well, okay, who starts blasting first? Probably uh, CIA Yerk man. Okay, I, I want the Marines to start blasting first. Well, in reality, they would. <laughs> That's right. Uh, no, well, they'd they, actually be too scared. Do you remember that guy who broke into the military base with the sword and scared everybody? Yeah, <laughs> you hear about that one? Says, did you hear about that one? Nope. We had a guy break into a military base in America with a sword. He's like, "Where are my children? <laughs> Give me back my wife." <laughs> And none of the troops could stop him because they're all pussies. That's right. Um, oh, God. This Foster's is crawling its way out of my esophagus. Right. Okay. 
So, so okay. So we, yeah. Um, at this point, when they start like the height attention, Cassie does poop on the phone. So this might as well have been Viscer Three because he immediately just yells and the light. Yes, he looks up at the sky, screams and the light. <laughs> yeah, and at this point, like you know, the, the show's over. They start blasting. Just start shooting. Uh, like everybody's blasting everybody. That's right. Cassie has to like dart <laughs> out of the way as a seagull. Um, that, she gets- that's how you know they're still in America. <laughs> yeah, not to exactly. Australia yet. No, definitely not. <laughs> Everybody here's blasting. I thought I thought they had guns in Australia. Oh wait, no, there was the thing. No, they <laughs> the thing, had they the had a shooting where they solved the problem. Yeah, the thing that we yeah, yeah they, they had a mild American incident and then they stopped. <laughs> <laughs> mild American incident. Uh, anywho, um, they blasted our kids. <laughs> that's right. They blasted our kids. Um, and then, um, yeah, so uh, Cassie gets in trouble. Does she get shot here? Yeah, she gets blasted. Okay, she gets shot down. Uh, she lands. She's in trouble. And in comes the rest of the crew. It comes yeah. a big bear, a gorilla, a tiger, uh-huh. a cheetah. Yeah, cheetah for some reason. Well, because we can't let you know other people know about Axe, so he has right. to fight as a cheetah, which I'm like, okay, whatever, man. Like which, We've been cool with it before. Yeah, but... <sighs> Whatever. Marco comes driving in the, the the baggage cart. Rachel pops out of the baggage, yeah. throwing bags all nimbly bimbly. Because she knows how to make an entrance. That's the one thing Rachel's known for, is just like the make, one thing, yeah. making an entrance. God, says is going um, to town on that Vegemite. I'm so jealous. I'm so hungry. <laughs> Vegemite, Vegemite, every morning spread with love from mum. Children need Vegemite, the energy spread. He's just licking. Uh, He's showing God. off now. You can, you can see like the black smear coming off on his tongue. Oh, look at that! It looks like heavens. It looks like he's eating shit. It looks <laughs> not like eating the turd. If your shit is that black, Nate, you need to see a doctor. That's not okay. I just eat black food. <laughs> yeah. Well, the uh, here's the thing. It's cool that Axe is a cheetah because we get the moment where during the fighting, Axe tries to whip tail whip somebody with a cheetah tail. Yeah, it doesn't work. And it's like, oh, that's kind of adorable. Um, but anyways, so they start a start a rumbling. There's yeah. a fight. Um, it's all very confusing. Like everybody's like fighting each other, blasting. Very confusing. Like not interesting. No, not at all. Not visually in- interesting. Like a good animorphs fight should be. Like it's just not very descriptive. It's very like, oh, uh, Marco punched uh, this guy, and this guy shot shot at Marco. Yeah, and- I've, I've noticed this author relies a lot on onomatopoeias, like. Any yeah. kind of sound effect, she just leans into that instead of describing what's happening. Just ski runch. Well, just, and also, like, the automatopoeias aren't even very good, right? Because, no. like, here's one. It's just bam, 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 bam. What is it, the fucking Flintstones? Talk about the guns. This is America. Well, it also just, like, just write a tata or... Yeah. Like, you can write that out. You can, and it would be better than bam, bam, because guns don't sound like bam. Yeah. We know. We're American. Well, hold on. Wait. Chapter two ends with bam, 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 bam. Mm. Chapter three starts with bam, 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 bam. We <laughs> no. drove into the cargo bins. Bam, bam. No, that's just good <laughs> writing because you know how you're supposed to end a thought and then connect the two thoughts. It's bam, 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 bam. <laughs> oh, shit. This just reminds me, too. Like, this book doesn't have, like, the cliffhangers that happen between chapters. Uh-uh. At all. At all. Like, the cliffhanger was bam, bam, bam. <laughs> bam, bam, bam. <laughs> and, like, you know, the answer to the cliffhanger was Bam 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 Uh okay, this might be a great book. Right. So they all decide that this was a mistake and start to leave. Yeah, they're like, okay, maybe this is bad. 
Right, like, you know, um, well, because, like, the whole, like, you know, Yurk army starts showing up. Yes. Like, you know, in comes the police, in comes a fire truck, in comes, like, a ice cream truck. You know, right. Everybody's coming in. Mm-hmm. Um, Al Jong's there. He gets shot immediately. That's right. That's the stuntman, right? I don't know. Al Jong, the famous stuntman. He's great. Oh, yeah, no, Al Jong, yeah. yeah. The mustache. Uh-huh, I always think the of big the, mustache. I always think of the big, long mustache. The uh, bald king with long hair in the back, gray mustache. What? We're losing our hair. We look beautiful. Yeah. Okay. So Cassie, um, you know, the, the gang, they start bugging out. They're like, okay, uh, abandoned mission. It's over. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, everyone fucked up. Let's go. Um, then Cassie looks back and sees the, the, the army, the Yurk army starts right. sending these two Marines, mm-hmm. these two um, brave soldiers, these strong men, these they, hot men. These men who chose a life of honor and no, duty. That's right. These They're not boys. They're men. They're men. And they join the Marines because they love serving America. Right. They not, s- not murdering. <laughs> no, they, they went to see the pest and they saw that commercial where the Marine fights a lava monster and gets a cool sword. That's right. They wanted that cool sword. And so um, Cassie, acknowledging this and recognizing this and respecting this, mm-hmm. um, she's like, I have to go back and save these troops. Uh-huh. You go on ahead. I'm saving these troops. And so As Ca- a seagull. That's right. She flies back as a seagull and says, brave American troops, you need to run. <laughs> uh, you know, like they're... they're They'll come in to get you. Every all these uh, reinforcements—they're not to help you. Honestly, that's a better foreign policy than we've ever had. <laughs> right? You—you uh, you need to Vietnam escape your way out of here. <laughs> and they're like, uh, "Whatever you say, talking bird." At one point, don't they try to shoot at her? Uh, they do at first, and then the Marines like, "There's a talking bird," and the craziest part is, "I'm listening to it." <laughs> like yeah. that's something he says. Yeah. <laughs> Record scratch. <laughs> You're probably wondering how I met this seagull. <laughs> like he does a double take at the fit fantasy camera. <laughs> um, and so yeah, they they they, uh, they kind of tried to to survive at this point. Mm-hmm. But the Yurks, knowing that this is obviously an Andalite and not some dumb bird, yep, uh, blaster like shoot her. really get her, just really shoot her wing off. She shoots both her wings off, and she starts you know careening down towards Earth, and she's left there to die. Mm-hmm. Um, so what does she do? How does she get out of the situation? Well, she knows that she's very good at morphing and so, decides to morph herself some arms. Yeah, she estrains <laughs> her way out of yes. it. Yes. Uh, and this is where I started becoming suspicious of the book. The first time I was like, <laughs> this book is bad. But there is a, a like a There's a seagull with buff girl arms. <laughs> right. There's a seagull with buff girl arms. And and just like crawl there's like a seagull with hands is kind of an amazing image. Yes. I do also like the how she describes it, the Blair Muppet project. <laughs> the what? The, the what? The Blair Muppet project, like the Sh- That's in your book? Whoa. Oh, is it not in yours? What what, what, pay, what yeah, page what page are you on? Uh, 21. Oh god, it is there. And then I stopped morphing. I was still more goal than girl, a weird mix of fluffy wings and pure horror, the Blair Muppet project. But I didn't look human, not even close. You don't even see the monster in Blair Witch. <laughs> well, yeah, there's that. Uh, Blair Muppet Project makes no sense. Yeah, like, Muppet? Are they saying like she's a Kermit? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, but, hello there. <laughs> uh, like, the best part about the Muppets is when you see their legs. <laughs> Doesn't matter. I mean, yeah, Muppets with legs genius. But, like, also, just like, that's not a great image. No. Like, it paints nothing for me. That, I. I just glazed, honestly, like, reading this book, I would just skip lines. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's not. Pretty much. Cesar, would you would you say this was a, 
uh, deftly or even well-written book? Uh, not quite. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I did get lost a bit, like, in the action scenes. I sort of this, I zoned out. This part especially, I, it does yeah. not flow. There's no, like, there's no, it's weird to say there's no voice, but there's no voice. Yeah. It's yeah. just tangential scenes of, I guess, half action and half sound effects. Pretty much. Well, yeah, there's like, no emotions. I'm glad you guys are summarizing it, because I... I didn't really follow. <laughs> yeah, so. it's hard to summarize because there's there's no emotions. Yeah. Like, what is Cassie feeling right now? Uh, arms. <laughs> She's feeling her arms. She's feeling the tarmac strong. with her strong girl arms. <laughs> yeah. No, I even wrote in my notes. Where is it? Uh, everyone starts shooting. Bit confusing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, because like, hey, you know, action in books, you talk about the emotions everyone's feeling, not about like what's actually happening. Yeah. Like your never brain, your brain fills it in. Yeah. Any writers, you don't need to write a book with a car chase. <laughs> like, however, the buff girl arm seagull is a cool image. Yes. And I'm glad I think like what it is, is like she thought of a cool image and then wrote around that. Mm-hmm. Um, and well, a cool sequence, because what does she do with these buff girl arms? Of course, she wants to drive a car. <laughs> yeah. Which she does, right? She she like scuttles her way. Uh, she like the things her way up into <laughs> into this like uh, luggage cart and starts driving away. Yeah, morphs herself some longer bird legs to push on the gas. She's got her <laughs> her girl arms and a regular seagull body. Like focus more on like you know like what that looks like. Yeah, a little that's... Bit. because like I wanted a fuller picture of that. You know? Yeah, uh, listeners, I am not describing what they said in the book. I am describing what they didn't and had to have happened. Right, because it is just this, like, fluffy, like, seagull body with arms and legs. Somebody draw that. (laughs) (laughs) Please, please, dear God, somebody draw that. I think the Um, the one tiny thing I like about it is she describes it as the Marco way out. Because she knows she's going (laughs) to... She does crash <laughs> this fucking fucking like drive away and crash yeah. like uh that's one thing this book does a lot is that cassie's alone for a lot of it and yeah. she hears the other animorphs in her head and she does dialogue for them we'll get there we have to talk about the one that happens uh, but like th- th- when i read the mark away out i'm like cassie don't do it <laughs> <laughs> you have so much to live for <laughs> How do you think Marco would... Never mind. <laughs> no. Let's move on. Yeah. Let's move on. So so Cassie, uh, yeah, she takes the Marco way out, and she drives a car straight into what I assume is just a pylon, and then crashes, <laughs> yeah. crashes sadly into a plane. Yeah, she gets launched through the windshield, too. Yeah. Like, this little ball bird of girl arms <laughs> through the windshield into a plane. It's like the saddest image. <laughs> <laughs> It's just like, uh, just like a crash and just like a splat, and yeah. like she, she just like crashes into this plane and crawls onto yeah, the plane. Yeah, she scurries into the back, turns human, which is terrifying, by the way, because like if you have arms and legs with a bird body, you have to like kind of just like mm. crab walk your way <laughs> in there. It is an Eldritchian horror of which we will never ever understand. It's the thing. It is the thing. Because <laughs> like the bird is probably screaming at this point. Probably. Nate, how you doing on your fosters? Um, I'm working. I'm between <laughs> fosters and coffee. God damn, Wait. we are so different. <laughs> okay, fine. I'll drink more fosters. <laughs> Seza was fucking going to town on Vegemite. The best we can do to match his energy is oh, uh, drink skull, fosters. Skull, too skull, skull, skull. 
See when I when are you telling us to pull our skulls out? Is that a thing Australians do? Yeah, that's that's it's like chug if I, chug if I told chug. You. Okay, yeah. Ozzy Ozzy Ozzy. Oh, 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 that's what I know. Is that a thing? Yeah. Hold hold on, I had a list of slang ready. If I was to say skull a long neck, uh, <laughs> that's I'd say turn off the land before time. Is what I'd say. <laughs> oh God. Okay, back. Cassie morphs human, goes to the bathroom, hides in there, realizes she needs to get small. So she morphs fly. Flies, they love shit. She's loving it. And she a, does She does a, smell poop, and she's like, that delicious blank. <laughs> yeah, she doesn't say shit. No. Which, uh, come on, this is an Amorous book. Get gross. Yeah, Please. like, we're ready. We can handle it. We want it. Well, and, and Yeah, that's the thing. We want it, and these transformations are not gross. No, right? Like, they try, but they rely on the sound effects. Yeah, it's like ploop, ploop, sloop, whoop, Don't care. I don't care. It's um, like talk about how your innards are melting into white goo. Pop, 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 pop. Stiff black hairs popped out like zits all over my body. Two tissue thin wings emerge from my back, and like I, like, it, you know what it is? It's like somebody's trying to recreate it without like understanding it. Mm-hmm. She doesn't know what makes a, a morph cool. Yeah, kind of like being the 30th Animorphs podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Imposter syndrome coming through. Eight in the morning. <laughs> Fosters. So I would say that you have nothing in the cockpit. Gross. Or And also, I'd say you, you're not really packing in the galley either. Oh, you want to put something in my cockpit? Blam, blam, clink, chink. So, okay, we have to get back to this book. We have to get to Australia. And, like, why? It takes them forever to get to Australia. Maybe it should take us forever to get to Australia. Right. So, here's the thing we're almost a quarter way this, through, through this book. And I'm like, okay, cool. Uh, this plane's going to go to Australia. Yeah. We're going to get to Australia through a plane. Yep. Wishful nope. thinking. Yerk starts shooting through the bathroom. They start shooting through the bathroom, just like, okay, just shoot shoot everything. Maybe the the, the, the and lights in this bathroom. Yeah, so they shoot through the doors, and then Cassie hears them with her acute fly hearing say, no, get the bug spray. Which I'm like, why do they have bug spray? Uh, yeah, they have they, bug spray. They never, like what, they drove here with bug spray? Uh, they're <laughs> prepared now for Andalite bandits. Yeah. So they start gassing the bathroom, which is something I'm going to do after this fosters. Hell yeah. Uh, <laughs> fart jokes. <laughs> Drop your guts. Yeah, you're like the book. I'm that's, like the that's, book. That's Aussie <laughs> slang for farting. Dropping your guts. Dropping your guts. Dropping <laughs> your... That's an incredible slang. Yeah. I might. I dropped my guts, right, Lynn. That's not even close. To what? Says it wasn't close? <laughs> you don't have to lie. It's fine. <laughs> so I fl- saw the look in his eyes. He didn't want to break my heart. <laughs> So Fly Cassie, Fly Cassie needs to get out of this yeah. bathroom because she's about to get gassed. Yeah, she flies out a bullet hole. Right, she sneaks out from a bullet hole. Gets gassed. A little bit. Flies outside. Yeah. Okay, are you with me so far? Yes. Yeah, says, she, says, you with me I'm so following. far? She's outside the plane. I'm like, no, that's the wrong direction. Yeah, like, oh, darn. Okay, we're going back to this. She flies into <laughs> another plane. <laughs> well, what, no, was it like she, like, as a fly, she's been poisoned. Yeah. Right? And then she, like, you Like, know, she lands in some luggage. Right, and she, like, has to demorph, and this is, like, the one cliffhanger we get where she's, like, fading to black. Um, which I'm oh, like, yeah. that's not great. Yeah. Thing. Or like we, yeah, know, pick a better Rolling Stone song. Under my thumb, <laughs> I was truly under the Yerk's thumb. <laughs> it's a better song. It's my favorite Rolling Stone song. I don't know. I think uh, I'm starting to feel <laughs> Foster's. <laughs> what are you, Michael Grant, talking about Rolling Stones? Oh, you like that dad rock? 
you baldy. <laughs> That's right. You know, I'm getting angry now. This boss is making me angry. Yeah, it's having the intended effects as a... Well, I have, oh, man. I have another so, slang term for you. Get, get, oh, I get cannot mad. Wait. Cracking the shits. What? No, like that... If you're cracking the shits, that you go to the bathroom, you drop your guts there. <laughs> like if you're dropping your guts too much, like dude, you have to go crack your I'm shit. I'm, I'm, I've, hold on. I'm, I've cracked my shit so much, I'm dropping my guts. I'm so mad, I farted. <laughs> Good. Oh man, we live in the worst country. Yeah. So let's get out of this country. Let's get out <laughs> get of it, America. Get into a no, plane. not for another four to five <laughs> chapters. Come on, I want to go to the fireworks factory. I was go. I was going to make that reference. I had it written down. I was <laughs> right. When are they going to get to the fireworks factory? Yeah, you see the cover. You see the kangaroo. You know they're going to Australia. They don't do it. Right, because okay, we're out of the plane that should be going to Australia now. <laughs> yeah, landing in luggage and dying. It's like, is she doing it on purpose? Is she teasing us on purpose? Do you think? No, I don't know, dude. Because like, I mean, yeah, probably. She went what? into a plane. The, this writer has an easy way to get to Australia now. She okay. doesn't need to do any of this. Okay, yeah, I could see why she would be teasing us. Let me. All right, little little spoilers for yeah, stuff let, coming ahead. Let's do it. Cassie runs afoul of some Aborigines. <laughs> Okay, yeah. She she meets some indigenous folks in Australia later. And that could have been most of the book. Yeah, that would have been really interesting. Well, maybe not in a 90s <clears throat> book with how they handled all that. I think it's... <laughs> maybe Wait. the writer is putting off getting to the native folks because they know they don't have a deft enough hand to write about them uh, in any kind of compassionate way, because based on how they write about them in this book, they don't really have a deaf hand. I here's the thing. I think you're right. I think you are correct, and uh, we need to get there and talk about it. We can't talk yeah. about that right now. No, it's just part of me thinks it takes so long to get there because the writer knows when they get there, there's going to be some problematic shit. Did you know Aboriginals have boomerang farms? <laughs> <laughs> let's get to Australia to find. Let's just. We have to get there. Doesn't matter. What does matter is that we're getting on another plane, baby. Yeah, Cassie wakes up in baggage. Right. Very yeah. cold. Did they just unpack her in baggage? Yeah. How? Uh, well, like she she was a fly previously, so I assume that she was just a fly. She demorphed in her sleep, probably. <laughs> she sleep morphed. <laughs> that must be like. She was relieved that she wasn't a Nothlet fly, but also that's terrifying yeah. that she can sleep more. Right. Well, I would be worried. She's I feel that like good that's at happened it, before in this series where they they demorph when they're unconscious. Rachel yeah. started to do it once. Yeah, Rachel Rachel did it once while sleeping. Well, burping the croc, right? Yeah. She was sick, mm -hmm. so she sleep morphed. Right. Okay. She, so like, maybe it's just a thing you can do. Well, I mean, Cassie's also naturally good morpher. <laughs> She had a dream about being afraid about being a fly, so yes. she uh, sleep morphed. She woke up in a plane. She woke up in baggage. She realized, oh, it's freezing. Oh, everything's loud. What the hell? She's cold. She's hungry. She's in her morphing suit, mm -hmm. so practically naked. And then flash! Green Fla flash. Green flash. Green flash. Green flash. Another confusing plot point. She can see her bones. She can see her bones. <laughs> <laughs> I see everything. She Is gets it? Matrix vision for like Is two it? seconds. I want to ask a question because there's a bit skipped. She okay. says she yeah. checks 
the tags on a bag and it says SYD. She doesn't know what that stands for. Would you guys... Yeah. Does it mean South Dakota? Would you guys have known what that stood for then? Like, yeah. As as a child? As a kid, Cassie's age, probably not, because I was very stupid. Still very stupid. I can yeah. figure it out now, because I'm smart. I Honestly, I might have guessed, because I think that all of these, you know, uh, strapping young, young teenagers uh, ha- are world-weary, <laughs> and they probably know shit that we wouldn't know. Cassie's yep. smart enough to have known yeah. that this was Sydney, Australia. It is not. If Marco, maybe. Marco, maybe would have guessed wrong. I think Jake wouldn't have known. Jake would have no idea. Yeah. Uh, but. But first, first, we get this zit. Zap. Zort. This zit. Zot. Then zit. And that's the cliffhanger. Uh, chapter seven. Chapter seven. Zit. <laughs> A blinding green light flashed through the cargo hold. For a split second, I could see the plain steel bones through its metal skin. The green light penetrated suitcases and bags. Metal crates were suddenly transparent, showing huge engine parts inside. Then the flash was gone. Black spots danced over my eyeballs. I blinked. What was it? But I knew. Yerks. Somehow, they'd figured out I was on board. Says so, so what were you thinking when you read this? <laughs> uh, not too much, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, it's going right through you. It does. This book passes <laughs> right through you. Yeah. Then like you have the to, first yeah. half of this book is like nothing. Then you have to crack a shit. If it passes through you, you crack the shit. Yeah. I, I, this passed through me so mad. I cracked a shit and bubbled my guts. What was it? Dropped. Dropped. But like, okay. But so here's, here's what I really want to ask. Is that like, what did you think this thing did? What did this Ray do? <laughs> uh... Exactly. <laughs> it's not clear. Yeah. She says like, I thought, she implies that it x-rays the plane, but it's it's like it does not get really explained clearly. Yeah, yeah. It, it's like when I saw x-ray, I thought actual x-ray. I thought she yeah, saw like, a skeleton. Right. She looked down and saw her skeleton hand and it's like, "Oh, cool." I was thinking like, "Oh, they just irradiated that entire plane." Right. <laughs> and then like I moved on because it wasn't important. Turns out it was very important. Yeah, very, very important. And we'll get to it like later, apparently, too. That's the thing. Is like, you know, this gets described, and then like five chapters later, we actually see the consequences of what this thing does. Mm-hmm. That's it's a confusing book. I hate it. <laughs> yeah. I I also hate this part. Because so, get to the Australia. <laughs> right. We see Sydney. We know we're going to Australia now. I'm like, just get to Australia. <laughs> Wake up in Australia. <laughs> We don't get that. We get instead. Uh, what happens? Uh, we get the cargo hold busted open, right? Because the engines stop. Everything stops. No, as it no turns quite. out, these bug ships just have like a freezo ray. Yeah, the bug ships now have a freezo tractor beam. They open up the cargo hold. Two hork bajir hop in with raid they well, have like, how raid far, how far away do they jump from the bug ship to, like and here's the thing i normally don't get this way about science fiction books because like i don't care about these details if the book is good uh-huh. since this book is not good how did they jump that far well they're natural jumpers and climbers <laughs> <laughs> that's i mean you can't fault them for that it's what they do like and yeah no i get your point it's badly written but later a human does that jump yep <laughs> <laughs> so i'm like how are they getting on the plane is there a bridge do they like put down a little drawbridge and like pirate the- you know what would be cool 
if they like had like a little pirate rope and just cut out pirate rope swinged over there. Oh my god! <laughs> that, that, just like little details. Just do something. Like, and I saw a grappling hook hit the the the, the tail section of the plane, and they swung over. Can you imagine how cool a hork bajir would look on a grappling hook? Hork bajir pirate? Come on, it's right there. <laughs> it is right there. <laughs> it's right there. They didn't do it. Um. Anyway, so hork bajir. I've shown up. Cassie's hiding in the back. She's like, what am I going to do? Um, her first instinct is like, I got to go small again. I got to go, gotta hide. Got to yeah. hide. And then a voice comes. Yeah. Well, <laughs> they've got raid. Like the hork bring raid. Let's not let's not gloss over that. They came prepared to kill bugs. <laughs> they were armed with bug spray. <laughs> yeah. So well, and like thought number two here is like. Wait, why are they following this plane? Why not go after the other animorphs that right. are fleeing? Mm-hmm. Like they're literally tracking a plane from America to Australia. They're like this one, <laughs> this plane. I know that there there was an animorph. She fell asleep in the luggage. She, they're on the luggage. And yeah, she got how the plane. did they know she was in the luggage? <laughs> I don't know. And like again, these details don't matter usually. But since the book sucks, like what this? Yeah, this shit didn't need to happen. It didn't need to happen this way at all, right? Maybe like. Honestly, like, what if uh, um, a controller fell asleep in the luggage, too? Like, Cassie knocked out a controller, and they both managed to uh, sneak their way on this plane. And the, the, oh, the controller sent a message. And then this section could be interesting. <laughs> <laughs> or, hold on, the controller falls asleep in the uh, luggage with her. Simultaneous punch. Cassie punches controller. Controller punches Cassie. They both get knocked out. Yeah, and then they, like, fight and then burst down to Australia. Cassie saves the controller. They're trapped in the outback. And then they have to survive together in the outback. And then the controller and Cassie form a friendship and bond. <laughs> like, that's a better book. That didn't happen. <laughs> you know what happened? Yeah, Hork Bashir jumped in with a raid. <laughs> Income It was 19. already a book, but it's a better book. Yeah. It in comes Hork Bashir with raid. And then in comes uh, our, our chorus. Our intrusive <laughs> thoughts. Okay. The cargo door slid up. I peered around the edge of the crate. A bug fighter hovering outside, holding the plane in place with some kind of tractor beam. The repulsive form of the taxon pilot filled the bug fighter's windows. An enormous centipede with a row of knife-edged teeth rimming the round mouth on top of its head. Its four globby eyes jiggled like red jello. My first instinct was to more small. Hide. And, and be killed by Canna Raid? I don't think so. Rachel's words. If Rachel were here... That's exactly what she'd be saying. They'll be ready for small. They'll expect you to run and hide. Don't give them what they want, Cassie. But the port of the bug fighter ripped open, and that's when the hork come in with a raid. Yeah, they were armed with raid, too. They were just, like, in there with, like, big cans of bug spray. Um, I had to think fast. What would Jake do? He... Yeah. Well, he wouldn't have gotten himself stuck in this cargo <laughs> hold in the first place. Neither would Tobias, nor Axe, or even Marco. They were too smart, too careful. And Rachel, smart, yes. Careful, never. This is exactly the kind of suicidal mess Rachel loved. And I knew what she would be saying. Surprise them. Morph something big. Fight back. And and so, like, she... This book, I think, and, and here's why I think this is a really, it's a bad book. It it's makes a bad me, book. It makes me angry. Is that, like, there? It, the book agrees that Cassie's stupid, <laughs> in a way. Yeah. Like, Cassie, I can see Cassie, like, being down on herself all the time. I think that fits with her character of her thinking herself as stupid. Oh, yeah. But the the language of the book agrees with that. Mm-hmm. Right? It's like, yeah, Cassie is stupid. How did she get here? <laughs> right. Like, Yeah. Like, 
I like Cassie when she talks down on herself, but does the she catches act- she's competent. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Exactly. Says it. Exactly. Right. <laughs> this no. Right. It's like all the other characters are like driving the Rachel, uh, you know, uh, Megazord. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like the, the Rachel now has control of the Ra- uh, Cassie Megazord and like turns her into a polar bear. Yeah. Not not good. And then there's a boring fight with a polar bear. Right. Yeah. Like- she knocks all the luggage out. Knocks the two Hork Bajir out. They go tumbling to their deaths. Grrr! Crack. Grrr! Kalunk, kalunk. Yeah, you're right. There's a lot of onomatopoeia. That's all it yeah. is. Right? And, uh, her gafarsh, they dropped their cans and turned uh, towards the bug fighter. Not right. in time. Thunk! The crate rammed into the Horkbajir, knocking them backward like a pair of bowling pins. They tumbled out into space, followed by the crate of engine parts. Ah! Their cries spiraled into silence. I turned toward the taxon. Its jello eyes bobbed. It's <laughs> like they do a, and I'm like I'm, I'm reading this like on my here right now. This P F F F F F F F M M M M M P P. I'm like say those last two again. P P. Says and I both laughed. It's P P's. Says and I were soulmates. Yeah. P P mates. But, like, here's the thing, is, like, what is that sound doing? What is it telling me? It's, like... That the taxon made a fart noise when its friends died. (laughs) Right, like, is that... It dropped its guts because its friends died. The thing is, you're wrong. Yeah, I'm wrong. Reading the next line, it's another flash, orange this time. It's supposed to be, like, a mechanical noise. It's a light noise. It's a light noise. And it's like light uh, mechanical noises are not farts. <laughs> no. I'm looking at lights right now and I would not think perfum. <laughs> <laughs> I mean like hold on, sometimes you make a fart that's like sounds mechanical, you know the machine gun farts. <laughs> but like <laughs> are the burp. those are the good ones. And this is where I got really confused. And actually like yeah, now now that we're talking about it, like so this light is the Frizo light. Yes. So this bug fighter hits the entire plane with a Frizo ray. Yes. So whoosh. Another flash of light. Orange this time. The airplane's engines roared to life. The bug fighter veered away and down. Suction knocked me to the floor. The bug fighter's tractor beam must have been pressurized. Now the pressure was gone. My fur felt like it was being ripped from my skin. Bags flew across the cargo hold, slammed into the wall, and shot into space. Cords ripped loose. Oranges smashed against the wall. The huge crates of airplane parts skidded toward the opening. I lunged for a cargo net. It ripped loose from its metal brackets and whipped out into the clouds. I grabbed at the wall, the floor, something, anything. My claws turned. My claws scraped against metal. Thud. I slammed into a crate and clung to it as it slid toward the open door. Chapter eight. Creak. Like yeah, it's why? <laughs> like every chapter starts with a sound. <laughs> it's like this will be my sound for the chapter. Kutterchunkartunk. And so, like, okay, yeah, she's da- she does, like, an uncharted dangling from a plane. She crawls her way back up, and it's just, like, it's stupid. I hate mm. this. Says um, has got a point. What's that? Uh, not what we're discussing right now. Just back a bit. I think you mm-hmm. guys sort of understated. I had to think fast. What would Jake do? <laughs> he wouldn't have got himself stuck in the cargo hold. But- yes, he would. <laughs> <laughs> Here, well, here's the I, thing: is that Cassie is a, a young and love teenager who just doesn't see the faults of her boyfriend. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. Which, I think, w- like, as a as a plot thing, I think Cassie is probably the best one 
to do this with because she knows her friends so much that she would know what they say or what their actions are, sort of. She has a good yeah. handle on it, I think, but it, it just isn't used well. Yeah, it could have been done deftly. She'd be like, well, what would Rachel do? Rachel would do this. I will do that. Or even better, like, she goes into a mental space and talks with them. Yeah. Right? Like, the conversation. Because the thing is, like, Cassie's not present in that decision, Mm-mm. right? Like, Mm-mm. you know, it, it is very much the other character. Sorry, there's a thing. It, it very much is the other characters, um, like, taking control. And that sucks. Because, like, you know, I, I want to hear from Cassie. Mm-hmm. And yeah. this author doesn't want to hear from Cassie. This author doesn't know Cassie. Doesn't like, know Cassie. Cassie's got no voice in this. Right. Like, honestly, like, it feels like this author, when she got this assignment, she's just like, oh, Cassie? <laughs> you know, like, I can kind of feel that disdain a little bit. Um. Anyways, like, yeah, she, hey, it uh, turns out she doesn't fall to her death. She survives. Yeah, all the bags uh, get sucked out. She breaks through, like, a canvas door, finds prune juice, some slim fast, and a cardigan. As you, as you do. Goes to sleep. And, by the way, um, so, the Seza. Yeah. <laughs> the Seza. The Seza. Right. Like, like, my, my, my Twitter. Twitter right. I'm not going to. Honestly, Seza has drawn title. the best penis I've ever seen, <laughs> right, ever, yeah. was, in my entire life. I was looking for a way to, to bring that up. I'll just yeah, bring that up. Yeah. But- the, the point is, like, yeah, you gotta, he, he does good size. He does good veins. Well, it was. Thank it you. looks. It so here's the thing. No joke. Says it does amazing art. You should follow him on Twitter because the arty post is wonderful. But that penis, it was not exaggerated. Yet it was still si- stylized. Like that's what sticks in my head. <laughs> imposing. Yeah. Or- no, not imposing. <laughs> just it somehow captured a real penis, but still felt electric. And I don't know how that makes me feel other than great. I've had an entire Foster's. <laughs> Uh, I, I guess our transition out of this is did Cassie have to take a poopy? Uh, that's where I thought this story was going because she's like, I took three bottles of prune juice, a cardigan, and many slim fast. I'm like, oh, slim fast. She's going to shit with the prunes. Like, yeah, like they don't follow up on that though because no. like kids knew that too. That, that's like a cartoon joke. Yes. You know? Like you'd see that in like a SpongeBob or something like prune juice. But like, <laughs> yeah, the, the prune juice episode of SpongeBob is off the hook. <laughs> yeah, you got to look that up. Uh, but like no, they don't follow up with that. No, it's like not loose, at all. Loose threads. Opposite of the previous book, where like nothing serves a purpose. <laughs> right. Nothing in this book serves any kind of greater narrative purpose. That's right. Other than a piece of metal. <laughs> yeah. From the first chapter. Well, yeah. The the game is guess what's going to show up later. Also, the cardigan shows up yeah. later. <laughs> so Cassie steals a cardigan with the prune juice and the slim fast. Goes to sleep. Yeah. Wakes up because there's another zap. A kachunk. Yeah, uh, Chewy Chewy Chomp. Yeah, Bubba Chomp. <laughs> this is Chewy Chewy Chomp. And then, like, I was thinking, okay, another x-ray. Yeah. Right? And she mentions, like, oh, I'm relieved that, like, you know, I was sleeping behind some luggage. They didn't catch me with that that beam. Yeah. I'm like, okay, cool. Yeah, they don't know she's on the ship or something. Why are they? Shoot down the plane, by Just the way. Just shoot it down. Just we'll shoot it down with problem. a gun. Right? 9-11, that plane. <laughs> God. Or wait, yeah. no, what was the flight that they shot down? 93. Yeah, 93 United that United 93. Yeah, 93 that hey, plane. Hey, listeners, if you don't know, we shot down United 93. It did not crash. Shut up. <laughs> yeah, they should have 93 that plane. Um, But they didn't, though. No. Why? We don't know why. We don't know why. <laughs> we can't, we can't even Well, no, guess. they wanted to capture the Andalite alive. This yep. is very important. They need to capture that Andalite alive. For some reason. Visitor 3 said, capture him alive, and this... 
Uh, gym the thing teacher. that Visa 3 says with frequency, <laughs> capture them yeah, alive. I want them alive. <laughs> uh, so, like, yeah, they, they, uh, they oh, zap. You need to get on that Foster's. Get they on zap the beers, Nate. Oh, I was going <laughs> to name the prime minister of Australia. Um. Oh, okay. I got this. Hold on. Yeah, you're, you're so close. Oh, God. Not the guy who ate an onion, by the way. No. I don't know who that is. Um, I'm it's gonna. Not, it's not Tony yeah. Abbott. No. Who's the lady? Nope. That's Kate Upton. <laughs> Where are you going with this? That I don't know. I'm not going at you. At, that's the. F- um, it's the answer is the queen. Actually, the queen is. Uh... <laughs> no, she's dead. Says a uh, hell of a Tyler. What is it? Who's the premiser? Uh, Scott Morrison. And we, we would him, never have guessed that. We call him Scummo. Because obviously. <laughs> we call our president that we hate Brandon. <laughs> let's go, Brandon. Let's go to Australia. Let's get there. Let's go. Let's yes. get on the beach. So they get zapped. They get zapped again. Uh, and then, like. Uh, two orc majeure. They jump in the cargo hold along with a gym teacher. Yeah, this time it's different. That's, There's a gym that's teacher. That's why she can make the jump. Gym teacher. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's why she can make the jump, Nate. They had a, they had a pummel horse on the uh, on the bug ship, and then you know she kind of just did a little pummel horse jump onto the uh, under the plane. See, wait, is this like? And I was trying to figure out why she was a gym teacher because kids hate gym. The kids who read animorphs hate gym. Is that why? I think so. Like she said, looks like gym teacher. I'm like, what does that mean? <laughs> it's like, like, what does a gym teacher look like? You and, gotta, you gotta look like, at the context of these books. They're written for kids in the '90s, and right. we hated nothing more than gym. I like agreed. So like, I was like, I was thinking like, what does a gym teacher look like? And I was thinking like, a buff stout lady named Olga is what I pictured. <laughs> the uh, the Trunchbull from Matilda, but not like principal, but like gym teacher. Yeah. Anyways, uh, says, did you have an awful gym teacher in school? Do Australians have gym? Uh, we have. Or do you call it something wacky like <laughs> calisthenics? It's, uh, it's PE, physical education, and that covers okay, PE yeah, as well. that covers like the exercise and the uh, learning about bodies and stuff like that. We didn't have that yeah. part. <laughs> Nate, did we have that part? No, we got the video. The video. We, we yeah, we get the one video. They they uh, sit us down in a classroom. They roll in the the big TV. And like, cool, movie time. Uh, and they show us the sexual education video where they point at animal penises. <laughs> I've seen lots of penises in my day. Animal penises, that is. That's right. That will stay with me until I die. Yeah, it's very funny. Uh, so what are these goons doing here? They're looking, they got more bug spray. They got more and bug Drake spray. on beams. And Drake on beams. They're ready to rumble. And they're looking for a, a, a bandit. Mm-hmm. Now, Cassie... Doesn't want to be found. No. So she she crawls up through the cabin, knocks over a coffee tray, knocks over a stewardess, scalds her with coffee. <laughs> I assume. Yeah. <laughs> um. Everybody's frozen in place. Yeah. They're all. They've all been uh, freezo raid, and I didn't know this at the time because they don't really focus in on the freezing aspect. No. Again, the, this is the thing where like add more detail, right? If you're gonna freeze everybody in time, say like, oh, their eyes were frozen. You know. Right. Uh, they, they were locked in place. Like there was an inhuman amount of stillness that... Something. Anything. Indicate to me that this actually happened because I was just like, why Why are these people cool with this? <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't matter. I eventually figured it out. Um, and so Cassie, uh, she she blends in with the crowd. She, she does like the best type of subterfuge, the most classic way to hide from any goons. 
blending in with your surroundings, pretending to be a statue. Right. So what do these goons do? They 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 know the way to do this. They're like, all right, listen, here's how we solve this problem. We yeah, we shoot everybody. Just <laughs> <laughs> shoot everybody. Because why do they Cesar, care? Says, are you sure you're not American? Because that's how we solve problems. Uh yeah, so they put their Drake on beams on like stun or like just pinch. They have the burn. Pinch, yeah, burn the burn setting. And they they burn these. They arms. go person from person, aisle after aisle, zapping people's arms. What do you think? What Probably do you think the- they they thought when they get unfrozen and everybody's got a burn on their arm like um see i was thinking about that and they probably all died (laughs) they're probably all dead with with something that happens later fair enough hold on let's speaking of something happening later i'm on foster's number two nate what are you on Foster's number one. He's chugging skull, one. Skull, 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 skull. Ow, it's fizzy. It burns my mouth. It's fizzy. Ah, owie. Ah, the the pained cry of a thirty six year old. Ow, it hurts. Ooh, it's fizzy. It's too fizzy. The bubbles. It's yucky and fizzy. Oh, blue's better than green. Really? Yep. I like blue Fosters better than green Fosters. Yeah, the more you know. Now back to the foster friends. <laughs> back to the foster friends. Um, so yeah, the Hork Bajir are like the gym teachers in control. Right. Always, she's like, "It's time to get up and down these aisles, you slack asses." <laughs> now here's the thing: they describe her gun as an elephant gun. Does she literally have like a van pelt? Yeah, she's got the van pelt <laughs> rifle with <laughs> the big, <laughs> like the big like bells, like big bluster bus. Yeah, like what is she doing? Man, I like, want a blunder bus. Where did you find this like ancient gun? <laughs> well, they are going to Australia. <laughs> it's true. In Australia, the only guns they have are like c- comedic ones. Yeah, the muzzle loader blunderbuss <laughs> with the giant trumpet end. This is, is this true? Did they only have? Yeah, well, yeah they burn the rest of their guns. So, gym teacher shows up with a blunderbuss. She's ready to blunder about, and um, you know, Cassie sees that they're burning arms, and eventually they're going to get to her. No concern for all these other passengers. No. By the way, I didn't also catch that it was like a stun setting. I thought they were just like shooting off arms because, <laughs> like, again, I wasn't. I was half paying attention because we're we're almost halfway through the book. Yeah, they're not nope. in Australia. They're not in Australia yet. They're not at the fireworks factory. <laughs> And so, like, uh, I was paying attention, like, why doesn't Cassie care about these guns getting blasted off? Cassie was paying attention to, like, how do I get out of this, right? And yep. next chapter, she still doesn't have a plan. No. Uh, Hork Bajir comes up, blasts her, like, neighbor's arm, and lean over to blast her arm, and she, like, pats him on the back and acquires him. Yeah, that's her no- plan. She no- acquires him. Knocks him out. He kind of falls over, which leads the other Hork Bajir to blast his head off. Like, the Hork Bajir? Yeah. Why? Because they saw movement and they thought it was an Andalite, but it was a Hork Majeur. They came in with that guy. <laughs> Look, it's a bad book. I can't explain. Like, I can't. I don't. Charles, like this. All right. We're going to go um, walk into this office building. Uh-huh. Me and you. Uh-huh. And we're going to find some uh, a traitor in the midst. Nate, you shouldn't make a joke about two men walking <laughs> into an office building with guns. <laughs> no, but like, let me get to the point of the story. Is that like, we're trying to find a secret alien. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, I, I, we're looking for uh, any suspicious movement from these people. Okay. You move. <laughs> I shoot you. <laughs> My suffering can end. <laughs> it, it, I hate it. I hate it, it. It's bad. I hate it. But, like, the uh, point of the story is, is that this uh, Hork Majeur turns into a pile of dust, yeah. a goo pile. The thing Just is, killed. she killed. shoots Cassie. him. Says she grabs oh, okay. it. 
and she aims. Yeah, she grabs the gun. She said she only meant to stun him, She's... but it got knocked to full power. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and fucking domes a hork sure. turns their head to dust. Okay, so yeah, we should go back and fix that then. Well, no, that's just, that's what she does. I thought the hork shoots the one. Yeah. And then she picks up the dropped gun, thinks it's on stun, shoots the other one and kills it, right? Well, here's the thing. This book is badly yeah. written. Yeah, we don't know. I like to think that there are two <laughs> truths. <laughs> Tyler and the Cesar read two different books. Alternative facts. That's what this is. And they're all the same. Because honestly, I actually thought it was the Cesar's uh, uh, events where like it knocked out the hork a little bit and she picked up the gun yeah. and zapped him. But honestly, like yours could also be true because- But then how did they both die? Because they both get blasted. Right. There is a- there was a third gunman. <laughs> <laughs> there was a there was another like angry guy on this plane. He's gonna hijack the plane. <laughs> and he shot he shot the other Hork Majeure. And he's like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> it's like, if I don't move, they won't shoot me. It's right, uh, he's Australian. Because they're going to Sydney. So um Cassie <laughs> Cassie wants to escape the plane. She goes up to the cockpit. She runs up to that cockpit, and there's a, so the- okay. So what the fuck is happening? So the gym teacher's like, ah, oh, very clever, Andalite, turning into a child, so I didn't see you. Right. She got up to the front of the plane. She's piloting the plane now. Well, she's not piloting it. Okay. She runs up to it, and then she, Cassie's like, okay, the tractor beam's got everything locked down. Yeah. I'm going to shoot the door off this plane. Right. <laughs> well, she shoots at the window, right? No, it's, I think, I don't know. There's no door uh, in the cockpit. She <laughs> Inside the one that's going into the cockpit. Looks like she just opens the door. Yeah, she just opens the door, fucking bones out, opening of Power Rangers movie style, shoot him up style. Jumps out of a plane. Jumps out of a 747. As a as a child. As a child. <laughs> so like this little girl. She's is- got the gun. She does. She's like, I've got the gun against my chest. I'm good. Right. So this little True girl. True American thoughts. This little girl is tumbling through the stratosphere. Yeah. And she's falling from the heavens and like she's like i need to solve the situation but like i guess the taxon bug pi- uh, bug fighter pilot is looking at her yeah she sees a there are two bug ships now holding the plane where it where it is in i don't doesn't matter one breaks off and starts heading for her and she thinks if they see me morph from girl to osprey they'll know that i am human that's but like, bad but wait hold on though like why? Why does it matter at this point? They already saw literally Cassie. Yeah. Well, the controller was like, ah, very clever, Andalite, turning into a person. I guess. It, it's a bad book. <laughs> but let's get to the cool part, though. The cool part, though, is You're Cass- shitting on the cool part of this book. <laughs> That's right. So Cassie, midair, tumbling, pulls out the Dracon bean, and immediately just beans this taxon right Just between the eyes. shoots it dead on center, killing them, crashing the bug fighter. I didn't know Cassie was such a good shot. I mean, she's American. Of course she's a good <laughs> shot. Do you think her dad taught her to shoot chili pop? Like, took her out shooting? <laughs> of, I mean, yeah, they live on a farm, yeah. of course. Yeah, of course. That, yeah. yeah. Come on. That makes sense. That checks out. So, yeah, she's now free to morph because she's, oh, I feel bad I did a murder. Right. So she, into a, a bird she, and- she morphs into an osprey, gets caught in the cardigan she's stolen, flies out of it, loses the Dracon beam, Lands in the red desert of Australia. Right. Immediately morphs human and then goes flea mode because the other bug fighter is coming around shooting at them. Yeah, trying to find this uh, bandit. Yeah. 
And uh, so she hides as a flea. She hides as a flea. And as a flea, she's like she's contemplating her life at this moment. <laughs> she is. So she she's there. Yeah. In flea mode. That's right. The shooting stops. That's when we've finally come to what we've been waiting for. Australia. We're finally in Australia, folks. We did it. Yeah. Um, cool. It's hot there, I hear. It's in Australia. It's hot. Sometimes. She uh, demorphs to human. It's nighttime. And she's like, ah, fuck. And there's another little boy there, and he's like, ah, fuck. Yeah, they're, they're, they're both, like, scared. This is, like, little Australian lad, um, <laughs> complete with boomerang and dingo. Yeah, he, yeah he's <laughs> got it all. He hops out of a kangaroo pouch and says, good day, lady, lady, less, less. We're in Australia, Australia folks. Yeah, my little Sheila. Yeah, uh, we we meet uh, this young lad named what's his name? Yami. Yami, and what uh, he has a dog. What's the dog's name? Tajala. Is that how you say that, Seza? I have no idea. I would assume ch- like the same. Yeah, Tajala, or because <laughs> I looked like this that. up, and that's like an Arabic, Arabinogenal. <laughs> Aboriginal slang for dust mite or a word for dust mite? I'm so glad you drank two beers at 8.45 (laughs) a.m. I'm powering through the second one. It's going down like water. I'm just enjoying this one. I did Mm. also look it up. And And it's a type of crotch, right? Honey ant, it says. Honey ant, that's what it was. And there's also a type of karate, like Australian karate called Tajala. Is there? (laughs) <laughs> from what I Did from what I researched, yeah, Tyler knows more about Australia than you. That's not true. <laughs> oh, I let, let me do an Australian accent. Oh, okay. here we go. I'm ready. It's okay, Tajala. <laughs> the kid reached to stretch uh, to scratch the dog's neck. He glanced up to me, then lowered his eyes. He won't bite you, he said. The kid was about my age, maybe older. <laughs> he was. It was hard to tell in the moonlight. He was sitting between a big rock and a clump of bushes. I practically landed in his lap when he climbed over the the ravine. His skin was dark, darker than mine. He dissolved into the night shadows. (laughs) (laughs) I glanced around. What else was lurking in the dark? (laughs) No worries, he said. We are alone. I glanced around, not sure whether to believe him. Is this your Australian accent? Like an elf or some kind of... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> no, that's what, the, that's what Australian kids sound like He's an aboriginal, he's a night elf <laughs> National Drainage Committee <laughs> God damn it It's awful If it's an emergency <laughs> No, you've Come on, man Australian's easy You just gotta do the vowels fast Listen <laughs> See, that's better Says, am I right? I'm not right, it's fine Let's just talk about this bullshit <laughs> he smiled. I like to say that. One of my uncles is a tour guide in Uluru. <laughs> Uluru. Yeah, Uluru. Uluru. I, I know that one because Uluru. Of, I know Uluru because of civilization. Uluru. It's good to get that one. You, you get good faith out of Uluru. Fuck. Um, <laughs> yeah, so Uluru, it's a big rock, right? Yeah. It's a. You're not allowed to walk on it anymore. They banned that. <laughs> they banned walking in Australia. What next, these liberals? Come on, I- scum. Let's lock it down. Okay, so what's happening? What's going on right now? Cassie lands in an aboriginal's lap. 
Yep. A hot young boy's lap. A hot young boy's <laughs> lap. He's confident. He's cool. He's friends with dogs. Uh, he knows about nature. This dude is perfect for Cassie. Right? Like, perfect. Honestly, like, Absolutely perfect for Cassie. Well, like, what does he you do? Can, you can tell she likes him right away. She, she says right. he's kind of like Jake. And then <laughs> yeah, walks it back. He's, he's not like Jake. He's better than Jake. He's better than Jake because, like... What he like? See, he's okay with like her morphing. He's like, oh no, I'm used to the magical nature of the world because I'm Aboriginal. <laughs> yeah, Ugh. which I'm like, okay, here we go. Yep. Uh, cool. Oh yeah, and then it's the dry creek bed ended at the edge of the cliff. I peeked over. The full moon was reflected below. The cliff walls dropped straight down to a pool of water. It's a sacred place," said Yami. Well, let, me, let me do the voice. <laughs> it's a sacred place," said Yami. <laughs> a spring. Crazy boy, spirit ancestors. <laughs> You're doing a Monty Python woman. <laughs> they made the water and the cliff, all the caves along the cliff. And when they finished, they changed themselves into rocks and mountains and stars and trees and all the things in the earth and sky. He gave me his one shoulder shrug and flashed a grin. Hey, maybe the fleas too. Who knows? <laughs> Sajala stood at the edge of the cliff, dead still, every muscle tensed, his ears pitched forward. Girl! <laughs> Australian accent for the dog. Nor Tajola's thigh. Like, but honestly, though, this 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 kid has game. He's got game. He's like, like I don't, bit, girl, I don't care if you're a flea. <laughs> He's like, I don't care if you're a flea. Listen. My dog has those. Have you seen the majesty of nature? Ah. Yeah. <laughs> uh. So yeah, like he immediately just like turns around, like, hey, you want to see a mob of ruse? <laughs> <laughs> Hey, big girl. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you just landed in a mystical shrine to God. You want to see my kangaroos? <laughs> you want to see my mama? Okay. So here's an actual, says a, uh, this is a real question. Yeah. Are there just like kangaroos hanging around? You can just find one? Uh, some places, like, there are places where, like, even if you're in the suburbs, they come in. But. Mostly like, <laughs> like a moose, yeah, coming in to eat trash, basically. But um, not usually. Like they're more of an outback thing, or like if you go to a nature park or whatever, that's sort of rural, but not like too far out. They're there. So if you went camping, you would run into a kangaroo and it would like box you or something. <laughs> <laughs> it's got the gloves <laughs> Complete with gloves like the, uh, I have no idea what it, that country is I'm sorry I'm Scott Morrison and I say every kangaroo gets a pair of gloves <laughs> For boxing For boxing day Is that a thing y'all have? Yeah. Is that Australian? Well, yeah the, Queen. The, the day after Christmas Yeah By the way we're very sorry This is <laughs> <laughs> I've been waiting to get to Australia. I'm 1.5 fosters in. I'm ready to go. Mm. We have a, a double skull. Mm. A bunch of ruse. A mob. <laughs> that is that is the collective term for kangaroos. These are reds, said Yami. Taller than my grandfather. This mob grazes here often. You see, I'm great at it. I'm killing this. Dijola bounded along the edge of the cliff and scrambled down the land, began sloping toward the plain below. Yeah, I'm great. <laughs> no! No! Yami raced after him. 
So like, okay, so the dog, like, he, he's a dog and runs after like the kangaroos barking. Yes. Yeah, but like, okay, th- this dog we get his ass beat by kangaroos, right? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> God damn. Uh, <laughs> it is. It is. It's Australian for breakfast. <laughs> Let's get back to this hot young lad. Yummy, yummy, the hot lad. So like, um, dog chases after the kangaroos. He chases after dog. He's like, oh, that big boomer over there. Uh, watch blah, out for blah, him. Blah, 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 blah. It's a left for dead boomer. Oh, nice. <laughs> no, the, there's two types. There's the boomers, the big ones. Yeah. And then the reds? What is it? Right? Like, this book doesn't describe kangaroos. No. Like, the roos run off, but there is a Sheila? Is that it? A Sheila. A doe. A doe. They, they call it a doe. A doe. A doe. Door. A door. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to get this accent now. A door. A doe. <laughs> this is the worst. Dough. Dough. Sucks. I, <laughs> I can't do it. No, uh, so there's a doe trapped in barbed wire. Cassie goes over to it, takes a little peek at the Joey in its pouch. Yeah, it's got a baby in there. He's got Joey's got a baby. And, Wait, no. and, and Joey's don't have baby. Babies. No, it's Joey's having Joey's. <laughs> yeah, you don't want that. worst episode of Friends. <laughs> so like a little baby pokes out of its like you know little kangaroo pouch. Uh-huh. Says hi. Cassie's like, oh, that's adorable. Immediately, like, knocks out the mother. Yeah, it, she she, she requires the mother to put it in a trance so they can undo it from the fence. That happens a lot in this book. It does. That's her one move. And it, honestly, that's her, that honestly is her one yeah. move. Acquire them and give them a slap on the ass. And no, she has another move. Yeah, blast heads off. <laughs> now there's one more. Says you got me drunk at 9 a.m. <laughs> uh, yeah, he did this. Say drinking, Australian oh, tradition. Well... So here's the other thing too is that like so Cassie does this they're having a moment uh-huh. uh she he's like oh you're pretty good with animals eh yeah like and, hey. and then like he like Cassie looks down she sees her tattered rags of leotard and her immediate thing is oh no had my leotard I danced down thank goodness it was filthy torn and sticky with sweat sweat but it still covered all the important parts right. Oh, thank God, Yami can't see my pussy. <laughs> like, she was worried that her coochie was out. <laughs> it's like, uh, I mean, like, whatever. I guess she just hadn't noticed. But also, like, wouldn't have Yami said something? Like, you know, it's... Your, uh, your map of Tazzy's out. <laughs> Did you say Tazzy? Map, map of Tazzy. That's what they call it. Map the, of... The patch that's like... What? You know, the the pubic hair. The bush. <laughs> the triangle. The bush. Yeah, yeah, that's basically the, the what it's shaped. Back, not the outback. The f- basically what it's shaped the like. The map of Tazzy. Yeah. <laughs> I've got a map of Tazzy above my moggy. <laughs> that sounds like an Indiana Jones adventure. <laughs> Indiana Jones and the map of Tazzy. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. But, uh, but like, but okay, that's that. I will never forget that in my entire life. Is that the uh, the name of this episode then? <laughs> Probably the map of Indiana Tassie. Jones and the map of Tazzy. <laughs> so, like this, the the reason why this author put this in here is because she wanted to like cast like uh, us, the audience, know that mm-hmm. Cassie was kind of into this kid, right? Right? Like, oh, she was nervous about her looks, which Cassie is never nervous about. Her never. Looks. Her coochie could be out all the time, and she's just like, listen, I got to take care of this badger. Yeah, she's like, this is my yawny. Deal with it. <laughs> That's right. Um, but like she's nervous about this kid. So mm-hmm. like, hey, there's something going on over here. Um, and this kid's like, hey, you want to see my dying grandpa? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, 
I told my grandpa about your great shape-shifting powers and uh, about how you claimed the rue and how you hid in the creek bed that runs into the spring. Right, so he's just We like, think you're God. <laughs> <coughs> Which, again, the swagger on this kid. Yeah. He's like, I think you're a God. Also, what are you doing later? <laughs> yeah. Like, Yami, he's got it. Yeah, no. He's, he's got the goods. Yeah, that's right. Um... And so, yeah, my grandfather's greatest fear is that the old traditions will disappear. He works very hard to teach us the ways of our ancestors. He thinks you are proof and that he is doing... He thinks that you are proof that he is doing well. So, like, they just got confirmation of, like, you know... Yeah, all their beliefs. It's like, if you saw God. And, like, at, at this point, like, okay, this this book kind of sucks in this aspect. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to rail too hard on it because, honestly, like, it's it's a garbage book and it establishes itself as garbage at the mm-hmm. beginning. So, it's hard to, it's hard for me to be angry at all this racism. <laughs> <laughs> which, which, like, sounds bad. But, like, you know, okay, what was the hardest? I think, like, when they went to... um. Iraq. That was the hardest I, I ragged yeah. in the book for racism, probably. Uh, I and this is far worse. But at the yeah, same time, the Aboriginals with a boomerang farm. <laughs> <laughs> this is probably like yeah, but like I have a hard time being angry about it because the book is trash. Right. It's poorly written. It's it's just it's a bad book. Yeah. This is this is some of the unforgivable shit in this book. Right. Like, so like aboriginals with a boomerang farm. Well, and also like, you know, hey, they probably have like spiritual beliefs, but if they saw God, they wouldn't like <sighs> stupid trick. What are you trying to pull here? <laughs> right. This right. is CG. This is something out of the movie FX or FX2. Right, exactly. <laughs> Which another Australian protagonist, great movies, watch them. Better than these books. He has a clown fight. He yeah, th- he makes a robotic clown that fights. <laughs> nice. We did a lot of Australian research for this book. Yeah, we watched all of Crocodile Dundee. <laughs> we did watch every second of Crocodile Dundee. So we've got you've, it covered. Uh, you've actually, done more than me, is, then, because I've never actually seen it. You don't have to. It's awful. Yeah. Like, the first third sucks. The second third, the second two thirds, better. Like, I I don't know. I'd be fast. If I was Australian, I'd be fascinated by Crocodile Dundee, I think. Because, like, imagine if there's a movie called um, uh, 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 F- Franklin Roosevelt, the, 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 the Yank. <laughs> And he goes, he goes to like, I don't know, not Australia because it's too obvious, but like, no, his goes, name would be Troy Gunn, the American <laughs> that, killer. That seems like something that exists already. Like, isn't that all the, the military, uh, like books and stuff? Yeah, that's yeah. Zero Dark Thirty for sure. <laughs> yeah, okay, but those are serious movies. Like, what if, uh, um, Troy McClure, the Yank, he goes to uh, the UK and he's just like amazed by all the technology. <laughs> Or like, oh, oh, you drink tea here. Wow, that's fancy. Wow, y'all have healthcare here, huh? Well, let me take out my credit card for the Hebrews what run the hospital. That's, uh, that's right, like, my best American impression. Wouldn't you want to watch that movie, though? Yeah, I really would. Wouldn't you want to know? Uh, I hate this country. <laughs> yeah, that's a trash country. Right? Yeah, well, yeah, but yes, this Fine. book is also racist. And... I gotta tell ya. Yeah, it's, it's a big wet fart. Australia is no better with racism. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm assuming you know already, but yeah. I, I, yeah, give us a little hint of Australian racism if you can. Okay. Just a little bit. Like historical, like present. Uh. Present day, because we, like, we know historically... Australians did the same thing that Americans did in that we destroyed a lot of yeah. native lives and took a lot of yeah. native land. Like that, we that's just a given. If you have white skin, yeah. you've done that. Oh, <laughs> Nate's popping the Fosters. 
Let's try and keep this one all in your mouth, okay? No, not happening. Oh, now please tell us about modern Australian racism. It has historical like. It's based in history, and then it has repercussions for the present, sort of. Um, for like sixty or seventy years, uh, Aboriginal kids were like taken from their parents. Like, if they had any like white parents like a white parent or whatever uh it's the stolen generation they were like taken and like raised in like residential schools probably similar to like canada that sort of thing and yeah like seven like American 70 years too. of that yeah and it I, i'm noticing a trend with yeah, all the colonies yeah. honestly when it comes to yeah. that sort of thing yep. Th- thanks uk yeah. thanks mommy that- <laughs> thanks liz you're dead now that happened, and then um, the the acknowledgement of the government, like, doing that, they finally gave, like, a formal apology for doing that in, like, 2008. That's how long it took for them to, like, oh. go, okay, we did this, and we're sorry, that sort of thing, so... <laughs> and they covered it, right? Oh, like, so now. they yeah. said that they were sorry. Uh, and, that's like, it. Everyone was like, finally. Yeah. Yes. Thanks, just, guys. That's right. You want, uh, Native Americans, we're sorry. <laughs> I, I'll, I'll, say, I'll say it. Thank you for being big enough to say it. That's Nate. right. I, yeah, like, we're sorry. You know what? I'm going to say it too. Native Americans, I'm sorry. And I'll send you some money. And, and you know what? Like, um, all those uh, um, you know, oppressed and, and poor black communities, we're sorry. <laughs> we're sorry. <laughs> and you're welcome. <laughs> I guess that's sort of another thing. Sort of recently, there's Australia Day, which was January like the 26th, uh, when that marks when uh, the first ships came here. Uh, we want it changed because like it's Invasion Day, basically. They're all they're like saying change mm-hmm. the date. Still hasn't happened. So it's like yeah. Columbus Day, if I were, if yeah, that makes sense. Still yeah, still hasn't happened. There's like dialogue now, I guess, about it. But yeah, no change yet. So, God damn! Could you imagine like just a day that, that like is just dunking on you and your family? <laughs> yeah, it's called St. <laughs> Patrick's Day. <laughs> Please. <laughs> That doesn't count. Oh, Irish racism. Here we go. Uh, did you know that there were slaves too? No, I'm Irish. I would. That's. I'm not even gonna. Come even on, know, Tyler. I'm not even gonna attempt. It's not anywhere near the same. Uh, but you, you know what? Like here, here's the thing about uh, Yami and his family. They love Cassie. They love Cassie. They they love Australia, and they're free. They prepare for her a traditional Aboriginal dish of a <laughs> bowl of worms. Like what the fuck? I mean, I don't know. Like, listen, I don't know enough to say that this is wrong, but this feels wrong. It feels wrong, right? Yeah, it feels wrong. So Cassie shows up, meets the family. The family's like, "Oh, we're cool that you are a shapeshifter. We're used to this, apparently. Yeah, we it's think fun. you're God. It's cool. It's cool. No worries." <laughs> <laughs> No worries, mate. It's cool that you're God. Yeah. Here's this bowl of worms. Yeah, have some worms. And I'm just like, what the fuck is this? Like Star Trek? Are you eating some <laughs> grog here? Like, what's going on? <sighs> you, you know about grog? Yeah, it's what Worf eats. Yeah. But that, that's what it is, though. It's just like, here's this gross food that these foreign people eat. 
right? It's that trope. Yeah. Right? It's not like, because of course, fucking like, you know, Aboriginals, they probably eat Twinkies, right? They probably have like a, a bowl of cereal. They probably Cassie. eat everything that human beings in an industrial world eat yeah. as well. Right. And that would have been a great, like, that, that, would, that would be the time to have that lesson. Yes. That would have been like, oh, no, we're not backwards. Right. Like, we're human beings. Right. But that's not this book. Yeah, no, it, it's it's the worm book. Here's a bowl of worms. Like, you seem hungry. Would you like some worms? <laughs> yeah. And, like, whatever. Like, it probably is a traditional food of something gross. We all have gross traditional foods. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Like, it's it's called bush tucker, basically. Oh, I spilled bush tucker on my called. map of Tarzi. <laughs> <laughs> I think you got it wrong with that spot. I think I got it wrong too. Yeah, map a, a bit. Map of Tazzy. Tazzy. Tasmania. Tarzy. <laughs> I spilled worms on my, my. pussy. <laughs> go go on this. I want Sorry, to know more. Sorry, <laughs> Tell us more about that uh, dish. Not, uh well, I've never had witchetty grubs, so I have no idea. But just in general, it's called bush tucker, the sort of stuff you would find in the outback to eat. Okay. All right. Pretty much. Yeah. I mean, but I imagine it's like Swedish, like sheep's head, you know, it's like, yeah, they're not eating that every day, but like, you know, they'll eat it for tradition or to like gross out like, you know, foreigners. Yeah. You don't get haggis at a Scotland McDonald's. (laughs) Right. Like, you know, and well, that's the thing too, is like it, I think like Duncan on Cassie a little bit. It's a little like, bit. I mean, like a like, hey, let's gross out the foreigner. <laughs> well, that is a an Australian tradition a little yeah, bit. Yeah, maybe they're just like gross out the foreigner. <laughs> Shit stare in the yank. That's yeah. It's like yeah, you know what we we Americans we do eat hamburgers every day. We do. Yeah, oh, and God, we, if I could have a hamburger every day, I would. But point of the story is they're probably just grossing out Cassie. If mm-hmm. I was in my head canon to make this less racist, they were actually just giving like you know they're razzing Cassie. I mean, yeah, you can do that, but when it's, Cassie says no, I don't want to eat your worms, they all look sad. Well, because <laughs> Cassie didn't fall for the joke. <laughs> <laughs> See, it kind of fits out. A little, no, it's not. Uh, uh, doesn't matter. They, um, they also don't suggest she morphs a drop bear. So, what's a drop bear? <laughs> Tyler, what's the drop oh, bear? I don't know. That's a genuine question. <laughs> I'm two fosters in, y'all. I will I will be friendly and give you the actual facts. <laughs> it's a it's a thing that we tell like if somebody comes to Australia, they think Australian animals are goofy. And so we make up one and tell them it's real. Oh, to, that is like, so fucking cool. Yeah. <laughs> you sort of imagine like koalas, but they drop onto you if you walk <laughs> under them. And you're supposed to put a Vegemite behind your ears to repel them. That's that's the joke that we play. <laughs> But to be fair, your animals are terrifying. Yeah, that's <laughs> every that's single why, one of them. Will, that's why it happens because it's believable. <laughs> like you have if, jellyfish if, that can just kill you immediately. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you're someone who comes to Australia and you've heard about Australia, you go, "Oh, okay." <laughs> like, yeah, of course. <laughs> it's, let it out, Tyler. Enjoy that <laughs> moment you're having. <laughs> 
I put this peanut butter behind your ears. <laughs> yeah, what's the American version of that? Uh, the, no, like put that peanut butter behind your ears so the like um the nutria doesn't get you. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. God okay. damn it. Let's talk about grandpa. Grandpa, grandpa has a boomerang farm. Grandpa has a boomerang farm. He makes boomerangs. He found this new uh, sharp object from the sky and has been using it to make boomerangs. Mm-hmm. His bug ship fighter parts. His bug ship fighter parts. From the beginning of the book, it's a good uh, written book. There, there's a plot point uh, sort of skipped over. She says she wants to phone home. Right. And they say the explosion destroyed the aerial that we use for that. That's Her true. Yeah, the, Kath- the bug fighter down. Cassie blew up their telephone. Yeah. Yep. By, by in, indirectly, indirectly blew up. Yeah. Telephone. Right. And, and so, like, she's, also, feeling, she's feeling guilty. They tell her where she is: Northern Territory, not South Dakota. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ! Uh, you can go with Posty, who delivers the mail. You can hop on. But he just came, so there's there's no way to like transport her anywhere. Right, she's got a week before the postie comes back. <laughs> yeah, the postie. So my postie comes with a like a little motorbike, but a <laughs> <laughs> drives up Oruru. Not in the yeah. Northern Territories. No. So. And, yeah, she says so her, Marco her, would love this, that she's she finally gets out into nature and begs for technology. <laughs> that is kind of funny. She, yeah, she negs herself, and she's trapped. Like, she's trapped there. Right. Her, her uh, like, well, I'll just cross the outback. And uh, Yami's like, well, you'll die immediately. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, everything will kill you. Um, she at least try it at night, which I'm just like, all right, fine, yeah, yeah, whatever, whatever. This is where I think the book is gonna go. I think the book's gonna like head. We're gonna get an outback adventure with Cassie. It would have um, been a great book. It would have been a great book, but instead, no, they're like stay the night. You know, just like chill out for a bit. You can leave, leave at uh, leave at uh, night and uh, cross cross the outback as a kangaroo. <laughs> um. And fosters again does yeah so that's when cassie starts meeting the family they they have yeah. an adventure and then like um the grandpa is like, learns about the boomerang farm learns about the boomerang farm the grandpa says hey i make these boomerangs with this cool uh sharp object she's like oh that's a bug fighter part oh yeah. well so grandpa's been yeah. making his boomerangs with a sharp shard of bug fighter metal and he's accidentally nicked his leg yeah and so this leg is starting to look a little gross. Yeah. She's got pussy. She got an the grandpa's got an awful infection from the bug fighter. His leg is black, it's like purulent, it's swollen, it's disgusting. His entire lower leg from just under his knee to the top of his foot was black and swollen like a basketball. A throbbing putrid uh, a throbbing putrefied basketball about this uh, about to explode. He uh, Yami shows how to throw the boomerang. Doesn't come back. You can. We tell- do need to talk about that. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Let's, yeah. Let's that's. We need to talk about. Like- okay. So. So. Like. Let's roll it back because this episode's already a mess. <laughs> <laughs> um. So Yami says, "Like here, uh, my this grandpa is wants- my grandpa's boomerang farm. Yeah. He wants to give you a boomerang. Mm-hmm. Here's a boomerang. Uh. Do you know how to throw it? No, I don't. Show me, strong man. 
Uh, Why is she Australian? Well, you, when you go to a place like you I don't up, know how to throw this wooden boomerang. She, when you go to a place, you can pick up the accent. You know it is. Um, and so you know, Yami tries to teach her to throw. She's like, "What? It's not coming back." He's like, <laughs> "Yami's like, no, you dumb idiot." <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are sport boomerangs. These are combat boomerangs. That's right. They don't come back, but they hurt. Um, yeah. and so like it's like there's a sweet there's a genuinely sweet moment between Cassie and Yami where he's like teaching her how to throw a boomerang and she's like picking it up and getting good at it like this is the interesting part of this book well not just Yami Yami's grandfather well yes like it's all three of them yeah like let's teach the yank how to throw a boomerang <laughs> oh isn't this funny no it's not funny I like her what am I doing? It's all over the place. It's all over the place. Nor. Nor. Uh, so Cassie's like, this is kind of nice. This is kind of cool. This is fun. Like, she enjoys herself. Like, right. She takes her mind off being trapped in Australia, getting back to her family, getting back to the Animorphs, getting back to the war. It's quite, it's quite nice. Like, it's a nice reprieve from suffering. Yeah. It's almost like the book should have started here. Instead yes. Of, yeah. Instead of like at seventy percent in. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Bits like that you can tell like they did the research and they include it to include their research, like the boomerang not coming back because it's a hunting one. Y- you read it and you're like, okay, that's a fact that they learned and then included it, sort of thing. Says uh, it's wild to me that you know there are different types of boomerangs. <laughs> Well, yeah, that's <laughs> like it. I had no idea. I thought there was the one type. Yeah, that's like Animorphs books. They have the the animal facts, obviously, and this one just has Australia facts as well. I guess. <laughs> yeah, boomerang. <laughs> yes. I mean, like, so have you thrown a boomerang? Uh, you can't <laughs> ask an Australian that. <laughs> I don't know. I probably have at some point, but uh. Not that I can recall. I've thrown a boomerang. I, I have thrown a boomerang. I've thrown a plastic boomerang. Because we can do as kids. No. Yeah. No. Not I was at all. bad at Not it. Close. Why did my parents give me a hunting boomerang? <laughs> well, no, the thing is, like, that's a thing that we get as kids in America is boomerangs. I got a boomerang. We did, yeah, and lawn darts and boomerangs. Right? Because, like, you see them on cartoons. Parents, like, hey, this, whatever, just get them outside. <laughs> And so, like, you know, you get a little plastic boomerang. <laughs> like a Frisbee, but Australian-themed. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And this was at the height of the Australian boom in America, too. It really was. Yeah. Yep. We had a thing. Well, yeah. Let me drink this Foster's. Yeah. Here's to Foster's. Australian for beer. <laughs> beer. Foster's. Australian for beer. Cheers. It's not good, but there's a lot of it. Blue's better than green, right? Yeah, you're right. So, okay. They so, have their sweet moment. Right. Grandpa, like, you know, shows them how to throw a boomerang, but Grandpa's limping a little yeah, bit. Yeah, gra- Grandpa's having a hard time. Grandpa's having a hard-ass time. And Cassie, being the doctor that she yeah. is, um, says, like, okay, well, hey, can I look at your leg to see what's going on? And he's like, a little show thing, lass. <laughs> <laughs> Are you even trying? Show sure thing, Liz. That's Sheila. how you do it. Hey, Sheila. <laughs> Sheila, sure. look, look at my leg. Show sure thing, Sheila. Look at me, look at me, Walker. <laughs> Look at Grandpa's leg. <laughs> <laughs> and 
And so Cassie looks at his leg. It's obviously it's it's dead. Yeah, it's black. It's, it's black. throbbing. It's huge. It's pulsing. It's purulent. Never like if <laughs> listeners. Here's a pro tip: say purulent for yeah. infected. Never write down the word pussy because <laughs> people don't know what you're talking yeah. about. Is that like bussy? <laughs> no. Nay, <laughs> nay, spell the word pussy right now. P U S S. Is the E Y? Does that make it? No, nope, it's not- just Y. Oh, no. That's why. Yeah. Like, you never write the word pussy <laughs> because it? no one reads it as pussy. It was an aromatic, Say it. Uh, deathly pussy. P U S dash Y. Pussy. E. Yeah. Oh, pussy. <laughs> That's why they call it a Tazzy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, good. My map of Tazzy tastes great. <laughs> I'm sorry. This is very funny. This is- <laughs> We're not laughing at your country. You're laughing with your country. <laughs> I've had electricity for 30 years now. <laughs> Uh, says we're so sorry. Please make fun of us. Uh, you want the, the thing is that we we Americans can make jokes about other countries because we know that we're the real joke. <laughs> we're the joke. We're diabetes gun stuffed fuckers. The grandpa's leg is sick. No. <laughs> <laughs> this is our most deranged episode. Fosters. <laughs> Nay, I'm out of Fosters. I need more beer. <laughs> Let's go. Let's go. Let's go in this. We're bo- going. We're going. Okay. So Cassie's like, "Oh shit, this looks real bad. I'm gonna go across the outback and uh, I'm gonna get a doctor." It's like, "Oh yes, we got the doctors. We they got fl- the flying doctor here. Oh, they come on to the planes. They do." <laughs> and so Cassie's like, "Great, I'll get one of those." Uh, but she falls asleep. No, no, no. She doesn't fall asleep. Yami's like, "We can't get the flying doctor. You blew up a phone." Shit. Yeah, that's right. Cassie blew up her phone by accident. So, what 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 should we do? Cassie has to do surgery. Oh shit! Like listeners, sorry, this book is poorly written. Don't read it, but do read it because Cassie, oh. <laughs> the Fosters is getting you so bad. You do not burp this much normally, and I am well aware of when you drop your guts. <laughs> Is there says is there a slang for burp or is drop your guts I, just fart? I was trying to think of what it would be. I don't remember the I don't remember a term for burp, but it's just making me think of the terms for puking, like a, a technicolor mm-hmm. yawn. Chunder. I know that one. <laughs> Chunder? Oh, yeah, technicolor yawn is a a weird one. <laughs> technicolor yeah. yawn. Good God. I'm going to have more coffee. So Cassie has a choice to make. She's like, listen, I've already done brain surgery. I don't think that, you know, cutting off a leg would be so bad. Yeah. So, listener, here's the thing. Cassie's like, I've done surgery before. It went well. I know I, what to do. I've been lucky once. I'm sure I'll be it's lucky sort again. Of like the, uh, like this, this book recycling plot points. Like, obviously... Going somewhere and talking to a native is like twenty five. How they got the um yeah right, right. and yeah the polar bear and uh yeah this is like twenty nine who are doing the surgery again. It sort of just keeps pulling bits from other books. I feel like, but there's uh, so I didn't like most of this book, 
but I loved the surgery yeah. scene. What did you love about it? That <clears throat> I loved it because Cassie, she doesn't have a scalpel, mm-hmm. but she has a hork bajir morph. I, I honestly like the thing that surprised me is like she also has like a sharp bug fighter knife <laughs> that we were just talking about. Well, that causes yeah. infection, Nate. You can't use a dirty instrument. Clean it. She cl- okay. She- so, listener, here's what she does: she morphs Hork Bajur. She disinfects her wrist blades to do surgery, and it's this: we scrubbed our hands, or in my case, claws, and I disinfected my wrist blades. We elevated the infected leg with blankets. Then Yami gave his grandfather more of the pain medication his mother had made. Yami found a belt, and we used it as a tourniquet around his grandfather's thigh. This was tricky because I knew that the main artery was deep within his leg. I made a shallow incision below the knee, cutting only through the skin all the way around his leg. I wiped my blade on a sterile gauze pad and took a deep breath. The air in the little room was boiling. (coughs) The hork was not built for heat. I let out the breath. Okay, Yami, be ready because there's going to be some blood. Okay. (laughs) I needed to make one slice, clean and clear, straight through the muscle. A quick cut would cause the arteries to spasm and help control bleeding. I positioned my blade over his leg. I slashed down and around. The muscle fell neatly in half. Blood spurted from the vessel closest to the bone. There, Yami, the artery. Pinch it shut while I finish. Okay. Yami nodded. His lips went pale. He grabbed the artery with shaky fingers and squeezed. I pushed... I pushed the muscle back to reveal the two leg bones. One slice severed them both. I demorphed quickly. Yami watched. His face contorted in a silent scream, but he said nothing. He nearly collapsed with relief when my fully human form emerged. I stitched the main arteries and veins, but left the skin flaps open. If I closed them now, the wound wouldn't drain and the infection would set in again. A doctor could stitch them closed when we got to a hospital. Yami's grandfather stirred. His fever had broken. His face was drenched, but it had lost its deathly pallor. Like, it's a that, cool scene. That's graphic. It's yeah. very cool. It's the only good chapter. Yes. Yes. And very, like, I'm going to answer y'all both no, no on this question, but have you ever seen anyone stitch a vein closed? <laughs> it's fucking wild. Like, what? I just imagine they, like, pinch it and glue it. They can, like, they can stitch it, like, so it closed. Yeah. I've watched it happen and I'm fucking gobsmacked every single time. Yeah. I was going to ask you if you had seen any injuries like that bad that he had gotten oh. like the infected legs and Oh yeah, I've seen like arms that. in buckets, I've seen legs ripped off, I've seen it all. And when the surgeon comes down and like debreeds or like cuts off the dead tissue and then they clip the arteries and the veins closed, it's fucking cool. Okay, I was about to ask, like, don't they have, like, a staple gun at this point? Like, I feel like they probably would. It really depends on the shape and the size and the anatomy of the vessel. Like, because sometimes, yeah, I'm sure you could staple stuff closed, but it's also, you have to be mindful of what you think you can reattach, and sometimes they just pinch it off. Like, they just pinch it off. Just a little pinch. Just a little pinch. Yeah. A little baby pinch. It's like crimp it like it was a, a dumpling. <laughs> it's a dumpling, yes. Excellent. Like this is this chapter does not belong in this book because it's good. Yeah, I think so. And like the idea of Cassie turning Horkbajer in order to do the surgery, I think is pretty great too. Yeah, because that's like that's clever writing. That's good clever writing, right. which is not something this book has shown and before. It 
specifically they try to tie it back because she uses the copy of the the horpigia that she acquired in the plane. She does. She says, I have two Hork-Bajir morphs. I used the one that I killed so that he may have a purpose. Inside of you have two Hork-Bajir. That's the one you killed. And I gotta stop making the joke. No, please never. Um, so, like, she's just like, all right, whew, that, that's done. That's Ooh, the surgery's with. done. I need to get him a doctor. It's like, okay, that's what this book is going to be. Nope. Nope, because she goes outside and she sees... Visser 3's blade chip hovered over the brush. Our boy, Visser 3, blasting, saying, Come out in four minutes, Andalite, or I'll kill everyone. So, questions. Uh Uh-huh. How did they know she was there? I don't know. (laughs) Because, like, I thought they lost her. Well, there's nowhere else in Australia in the Northern (laughs) Territories. There's just this one outstation. It's Yami's outstation. Okay. The Andalite's got to be there. And like the what they're like oh this Andalite hasn't uh, this uh goon that we sent hasn't signed in hasn't checked in yet right we better go to Australia specifically this part of the outback I, it's bad like, writing and again I I never hark on this stuff but like it's not a great book it's not I don't have to get a pass and also it's just it's obviously weak yes it's so weak right Vista three shows with the blade chip. There is a battle. But the battle... <laughs> the battle is good. Hold on, wait. This battle... This is some yub-nub shit. <laughs> it really is. And I just, like... I... I, I it sucks to say, because, like, whatever. Like, you know, yes, this is degrading. But also... It's well, funny. It's a little fun. <laughs> like, I don't know. I don't know how... Like, whatever. It sucks. Yes. I hate it. Yub nub. They made like they turned logs and like they made a log trap. Yeah. So, so <laughs> listeners, what happens is Cassie's like, oh fuck, I have to lead the Yurks away from Yami's family, otherwise he'll kill everyone. Because Visa right. Three is like, I'm gonna kill everyone in four minutes. They they tried to give it like weight. I think uh, they have the grandfather say, like she says, the Yurks are here because of me. He goes, they're here because they're evil. They wouldn't have left us alone if, like, if, like, they wouldn't come to destroy us as well. They would have done that. So you have to fight, sort of thing. (laughs) They're trying to, like... They really do try to excuse the imperialism, don't they, folks? (laughs) Like, no, listen, this is evil, and you know what? Like, evil will always come for us. So we specifically must put our, ourselves in the way and fight and resist. Uh, yeah, it's bad. Yeah. Like it, but it is funny. It is funny. <laughs> so Cassie's like, I'm going to lead them away. So she morphs kangaroo and grabs her boomerang. 100, 120 pages in. 120 pages in. Finally, 78%, 79% way through the book, we finally morph, morph kangaroo. Tyler? Are you ready for some kangaroos? Are Cesar, are you ready for some kangaroos? I am. I have animal facts for you. But I think first we should we should yell animal facts. That's what they want, right? That's what they expect. Hold on, let me skull wink this beer. <laughs> animal facts. 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 Foster's. Skull of Foster's. Skull of Foster's. Skull of Foster's. Ah, it's too hot. Animal facts. Animal facts. Animal facts. 
Prince Jake and Cassie Tobias and Axe Rachel and Marco The bandits are here They want to listen To animal facts Fuck all the years Marco's mom is a bitch I'm ready Okay Okay Kangaroos are marsupials, which are mammals that have pouches. Because we saw that Joey in there. Yep. yep. Their pussy's always out. <laughs> I got facts about kangaroo pussies. Don't you worry. I thought yeah, the there's, ca- there's I thought a few of those. Plural. They have three vaginas. Wait, <laughs> the pouch isn't the pussy. No. No. <laughs> <laughs> <That's> a- <laughs> no. <laughs> Wait, so how does the baby get into the pussy? Would you let says a finish? <laughs> we've we've Sorry, got a bit tazzy. to go to get there. <laughs> uh, they are macropodes, which means large foot. And you know, <laughs> know what they say about animals with big feet? What? Big shoes. I was about to say big pussies. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> They're wide, to be honest. <laughs> wide kangaroo pussy. Uh, they're good at jumping, basically. The way they're, I don't believe they're like uh, they're good at like jumping a lot, but not, they don't have height. They don't have ups. <laughs> no vertical leap. No, they they're all right. It is mainly like uh, distance. Uh, there's four species of kangaroos. Uh, like they said in the book, the she acquired the red kangaroo. They're the biggest. They can weigh uh, ninety kilograms. I don't know how much that is in pounds. Uh, kilograms, 2.2. One kilogram is 2.2 pounds. So it's double it. A little so bit. it's like, no, not double. It's like a little bit more, like 230 pounds. So I'm I'm bigger than a kangaroo. Yeah. So I have a thing listed that the largest kangaroo ever recorded stood at nearly 6'11 and weighed 201 pounds. 201 pounds? That's yeah. Not, and the red kangaroos are known to leap to about 30 feet forwards or 10 feet up. And their fastest can move about 44 miles per hour. What I yeah. am hearing is I can box a kangaroo. Fuck! <laughs> no! 200 you, pounds? You, Let's push them over! Have you seen the photos of the kangaroos where they're just all muscle and they look uh-huh. like really like bodybuilder humans but yes. with kangaroo heads? I imagine they also got like they they have a pear shape. Like if you push them over there, just like bounce their back up like a like a, a weeble. <laughs> they the weebles wobble, but they don't fall down. That's right. The kangaroos. You can push them over. They just bounce their back up. Uh, uh, what else we got? Uh, just for completion's sake, the other species of kangaroos are the eastern grey, the western grey, and the antelopine. Which is named because it has like antelope type fur, I guess. They have uh, the Earl Grey. <laughs> they, yeah. They're cooked with bergamot in it in order to give them a nice uh, tangy finish. There are about like 50 other smaller macropods that are like wallaroos and wallabies. It's sort of like the. We call the, them gazwazzles. <laughs> <laughs> The difference between like horses and ponies, sort of, they're the same thing, okay. just smaller. Uh, basically, everywhere in Australia has some species of kangaroo. I looked, it's basically like the whole thing. There's, you know, they each have sections, but they're all covered. Uh, Could I like ride one? 
<laughs> you get in their pouch. No, not in the pouch. <laughs> we know that you can't get in that pouch. You can't just climb in their pussy and expect a ride. <laughs> By the way, neither of you have convinced me that it's not the pussy. <laughs> okay. We'll I have there. vagina facts when you're ready. We'll get there. Uh, like it says in the book, they're active during twilight and night because of the, the heat and stuff. They're the nocturnal, basically. Uh, yeah, they do box and fight. And also, <laughs> like in the book, because they, they include the animal facts very much Can in this book. Can they throw a boomerang? <laughs> I have never seen that. I'm not saying no. I just... <laughs> they- I've never seen a kangaroo throw a boomerang or drink a Foster's. <laughs> but we're not saying they can't. <laughs> they um, they do drown animals. Like uh, Yami mentions. <laughs> he saw one drown a couple of dingoes. They can do that. <laughs> Like, wash them before they eat them? No, like, like hold them underwater until the bubbles stop. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Do they like the power? Is that... (laughs) They like the feeling that they get when they do it. (laughs) I'm not here to psychologically profile the kangaroos. (laughs) Uh, They, um... In the wild, live uh, an average of, like, six years but can live up to, like, 20 in captivity. Uh, God, that old kangaroo probably sucks. The groups are called mobs or courts or troops. Uh, so just, like, whatever you want. Basically. <laughs> so, like, just make it up. <laughs> I read up on it, and it didn't seem like it was related, but it made me think of, like, the term kangaroo court. No. Apparently, it's, kangaroo court. it's it's not like the group uh, from what it's I... It's where they take the person and drown them. <laughs> That's right. Led by the scarecrow. <laughs> Throws them into the river. I get it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. From what I saw, it said maybe the kangaroo connection in that term is because they leap over evidence and just, you know... <laughs> No due process sort of thing. They, they drowned justice. <laughs> yeah. uh, male kangaroos are called boomers, bucks, or jacks. And I, I do have a fact. Kangaroo jack. <laughs> yeah. That is that is where that comes from. The I- two dots connected in Nate's <laughs> brain and I saw it happen. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah. With boomers, uh, I do have something to mention. There is a... An Australian Christmas song where the kang- where the kangaroos take over from reindeer pulling the sleigh. Do you want to know what it's called? Yes. It's yes, called I yes, I absolutely do. Six White Boomers. That's... <laughs> that's yeah, okay. A, a different picture to you guys. I can only assume. Uh, females are called does, flyers, or jills. And obviously, baby kangaroos are joeys. Jack, Jills, and Joeys actually make a lot of sense. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I was going to mention, I have in kangaroo, like, you're allowed to. Like, they get hunted. They <laughs> You can buy and eat it. It's, I've had kangaroo jerky yeah. as well. Uh, I'm a, the only one who hasn't? <laughs> yeah, I think so. I need to order some. Out. 
high in protein and low in fat. It's it's dark red meat. It's sort of like kangaroo is to beef as duck is to chicken. It's sort of darker, gamier. Okay. Delicious. Yeah, it's okay. Imagine it's probably close to dog. They, they really just seem like jumpy dogs. I have no idea. <laughs> but kangaroos are herbivores, so beef is a decent comparison. They don't have four stomachs like uh, like cows and stuff, though. They only have one. Uh, and I, I will also mention, I have nearly been in a car accident from a kangaroo. Uh, I wasn't driving. But it was overnight because uh, my family was driving, was moving. And it was like an 18-hour drive from where we were. So we drove overnight. Uh, my mom was driving and we were in uh, a Tirana from like the 1970s. Didn't have like a CD player or anything. And um, yeah, we were driving at night, you know, low visibility. Mm-hmm. Kangaroo just suddenly jumps in front of it, crossing the road. Probably missed it by like a meter in front of us, and then jumped again out of the way, so we could go through. So we didn't hit it, which was good because that probably, you know, would have seriously injured us. My one question. Yeah. My one question. Yeah. What? Is a meter. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah. Uh, That's the most Australian story. Yeah. I'm trying to figure out what this car is. It, the model was a Tirana. And I mention it because, like, <laughs> we moved. A Subaru off- Tirana. <laughs> it's just, like, really old. Outbacks and- are just called Outbacks. <laughs> yeah, it's not a steakhouse, is it? Yeah. Is there an Outback steakhouse in. Uh- no. No, they just call it a steakhouse. <laughs> no, we don't have that here. And we don't have blooming onions or whatever it is. That's that's you guys. Yeah, what if we date fried an onion? <laughs> it's Australian. I'm sorry. Yeah. We're sorry. <laughs> Tell me about vaginas. Okay, nearly there. <laughs> I am at that point right now. But I'll talk about the dicks first kangaroo oh good <laughs> yeah we're here uh kangaroo's testicles are above their penis what hold on yeah. wait <laughs> an upper decker <laughs> there's a there's a balls in my upper paddock <laughs> yeah oh my god i couldn't find the purpose of that I mean, i'm assuming maybe it helps if they're the jumping or- honestly yeah. It's gotta be jumping! Yeah, because otherwise that thing's just gonna sag. You're just gonna drag against the ground. <laughs> You're gonna hit your balls. Like, I don't I don't care if anyone hits my penis. That hurts, sure. But if anyone hits the balls, it's done. I'm done for the day. Like, if I could just, like, move my balls up instead of down, that'd be great. Sounds if like my great balls time. were right by my belly button, yeah, it'd be perfect. perfect. Perfect, yeah. I could get a cool little belt. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me more about the penis. Uh... I don't have more penis facts. I have ball facts. When kangaroos are, like, hunted, you can use the scrotum as, like, a coin pouch or a bottle opener. They sell those. Or there are (coughs) Aboriginal tribes 
that use them as like balls in football, like games. They're ba- they're that big. <sighs> I I guess not like like do they inflate them until like <laughs> they like blow into some balls I, and like all right we've done it. I didn't see pictures. I'm only going off of stories. <laughs> but are they sure? Are you sure they're real? <laughs> I, I've seen the coin pouches and the bottle openers, just not the the footballs. But um, well, like I guess red kangaroos are the biggest kinds. They probably have the biggest junk, maybe. But uh, okay, I'll get to the point you want me to get to. They <laughs> we want those three yes. vaginas. They, three? Yes, yes. They have three vaginas. Uh, two. Choose wisely? <laughs> you must choose. But choose wisely. For as the true grail will bring you life, the false grail will take it from you. It's, is that like, and then like, oh, one of them is the wrong vagina and you'll die? <laughs> you you won't die, but they have a system. That. that <laughs> it's. <laughs> The three lanes, the two outside ones are for the sperm to go up. And the middle one is for the baby to go down for birth. But the thing is, the way they're set up, it can't stretch very much. I, I was going to say the babies, but they're basically like fetuses when they come out. They, they look like, like gross little veiny peanuts. And they have to be that small Ugh. to come out. Uh, they come out. It's the equivalent of like a human being born at seven weeks old. That's basically Ew. the equivalent. And they just r- stay in the pouch, right? Yeah. That's the thing. Yeah, stick them in there. They Ugh. come out of the canal, crawl up into the pouch, and then that's where they stay because that's where the Ugh. the teats are. That's where they feed. They can I got teats in my pouch. <laughs> yeah. So there's there's boobs in there. There's no vagina in there. Hell yeah. They can <laughs> <laughs> Don't don't say hell yeah to that. Girl, oh. if you look like a kangaroo. <laughs> if she got tits in her pussy, that's a kangaroo. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh girl. Damn. Damn. And they, have you guys ever looked at a picture of inside a pouch? It looks like a kiwi. It's disgusting. Yeah, yeah it's gross. I, I would I would not have sex yeah. with that. They, like, the joey stays in there for, like, 190 days growing up. The way kangaroos, their reproductive systems work, they can get pregnant right away after they give birth. <laughs> and they can... Uh, like Irish people. <laughs> They they can store the sperm in there, so basically, they can get pregnant whenever, pretty much, and they can. Jesus, al- yeah. The way when they I, get bored or the want way attention. I, <laughs> the, the way I've seen it, <laughs> like <laughs> Irish people. <laughs> the way I've seen it described as basically, they're permanently pregnant, pretty much. It's just a cool. like over and over again, but the thing is. They can pause fetus growth. So they can have one in there, but, you know, paused, like on hold. And they... Jesus Christ. Yeah, they... With what? the teats, 
they can have it at different like rates pretty much they can have a joey about to come out or you know like they're fully almost fully grown and they can have a one of the fetus like ones in there <sighs> and they can have you know they can have one stored pretty much is so it you- nature beautiful <laughs> like I, I just I'm picturing just like a gooey mess. I'm just picturing like this this uh, female uh, doe mm-hmm. or a Jill, a Jill yeah. or a flyer, um, flyer, flyer, yeah. right? Just like sitting there, just like you know, just like you're looking at a kangaroo. It's just like oh, it's like it's constantly pregnant. It's always just like flicking out babies mm-hmm. and just like little eating beans goo and just little beans, just like tossing those little beans around. And it's just like get yourself together, girl. <laughs> <laughs> Pull yourself together. We always pregnant. Oh, this is exactly the type of animal facts I wanted them to be. Yeah, I Uh, think that's. But okay, here's here's the real animal facts question. Yeah, Mm -hmm. can they throw a boomerang? (laughs) (laughs) T B D. (laughs) I mean, like the frustrating part about this book is that we do not find out. Yeah, Cassie never throws the boomerang. Right, it's explicitly stated. She picks up the boomerang. She goes into battle because she's here to fight. She put, she's ready to fight. She puts the boomerang in her pouch, and yeah. then that's it. That's pretty right. much because that's where you keep things in your coochie. Yeah, I'm still. I'm sorry. I'm not going to shift away from. They are just vaginas. I don't like when you look me in the eyes and say coochie. <laughs> it did not work. Like I did not like that. Nature's pocket. Mm-mm. You put a boomerang Mm-mm. in there and you go to battle. Like a strong, par- proud which, mama. Which Cassie decides, she's like, I've got to leave the Yerks away. I can't let Yami and his family die for me. That's terrible. So she hops along. Yeah. She kangaroo jacks her way through this battlefield. Kangaroo Jills. Not kangaroo Jills. <laughs> her way through this battlefield, uh, leading all of these Yerks away. They and they're, blasting they're at her. shooting at her. Yeah. So she decides to run the one way she can. To the Aboriginal sacred place. Yeah, to, to their, their their sacred place where all the the mabaroos. <laughs> yeah, she runs to the Aluru, uh, full of kangaroos. <laughs> the Aluru full of <laughs> kangaroos. I don't know. I'm trying to be culturally sensitive. I'm just American. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ, Nate. She runs to their god site. Yeah. The court of kangaroos is there. Okay. The Yurks start blasting the kangaroos. The kangaroos aren't having none of it. No. They're getting blasted. They start running. An army of Hork-Bashir and Taxon come for them. They, the kangaroos are like, uh-uh-uh. They start fighting back. Yeah, like, they start kicking and punching and drowning. Yeah, they do drown some Hork-Bashir. A Taxon eats itself, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, somewhere yeah. along the way. So Cassie's fighting with a, a Taxon, right? Rips it apart. Because those those Taxons, they just explode at a drop of a hat, mm-hmm. you know? And so, like, Cassie has a kangaroo, just rips one open, and then the Taxon's, like, eating itself. <laughs> Which, yeah. again, like, is too good to waste on this book. Yeah, that's a good image that is wasted here. Right? Not Not good, folks. So, so, yeah, she's running around. She's getting chased and she, shot at. She's in trouble, though, and then in comes uh, the cavalry. Yeah, right? the cavalry being the uncles. Right. So, yeah, the, the uncles show up, and they start, like, throwing boomerangs. Yeah. And, like, you know, de- 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 decapitating the, Yeah, like, a hork gets its head cut off by a boomerang in this book. Which, 
honestly kind of rules. Kind of yeah. cool. Yeah, like culturally that, insensitive. No, I think it's culturally fine. Like they're hunting weapons. They could yeah. cut off a snake's head. I think that's fine. However, <laughs> maybe like fighting on the top of a, a sacred site. Uh, full of kangaroos and boomerangs. Maybe I don't know if it's represented. Yeah, the entire picture. Ooh, I don't need. It's uh, it's like I'm trying to think of the American equivalent, and it's like fighting wh- on Mount Rushmore with like a, a bunch of guns. Uh, but no, well, I was thinking more like if we were culturally insensitive, it'd sound a little something like this. <laughs> no, uh, it'd be a bunch of indigenous people, Native Americans, throwing tomahawks. Yeah, they they throw tomahawks, and they would like you know. Um, last of the Mohicans, everybody. Uh, that was about a white guy. <laughs> uh, they they would um, Pocahontas. Uh, also about a white guy. Uh, they would sensing a pet samurai. White guy. Uh, hold yeah. on, wait. I can do this. They can uh, do basketball, and white men can't jump. Uh, then, uh, no, then they would. Uh, they would. Uh, I don't know. How is this too drunk? They would Sherman Alexi it. I don't know. <laughs> The important part here <laughs> is that uh, heckin' cute doggo saves Cassie. Yeah, a hork comes for Cassie. Tajala bites its throat out, but it's going to kill Tajala. So Cassie jumps in front, gets her tail chopped off. That's right. Takes one for the, the dog. Bleeding out. When two passengers, like some passenger, like, planes start coming, and Visitor 3 is like, no, they can't see us. Everybody run. <sighs> like, this is. This book sucks. It falls apart so hard. Right, because like, okay, yeah, like, tourist planes might see the alien fight, so they leave immediately. They've already seen the alien fight. Yeah. It's too late now. Right. Visitor 3 blows up all the dead bodies and the hunks of metal. That's right. They, like, all, all, everything that was alien got exploded. Yeah. And now the evidence is gone. And some woman comes up and grabs Cassie, and she's like, shh, we're going home. And Cassie's like... Oh my god, it's Lords, the chi that I remember. The, the literal deus ex machina. Robot <laughs> yes. comes. The dog machine, yeah. Canine ex machina. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. Uh, Lords sings her magical song. Yeah, she gri- and she's like, we're going home. Shh. It cuts to like them back in America. C- yeah. Cassie and I'm gets like, what to, the fuck Cassie happened? Cassie gets to call the flying doctor. And then that's the end of that sort yeah. of right plot like yeah on the way back to america let's call the flying doctor to to save this man who i Uh, amputated his leg and then the only interesting part of this book we get in this final chapter because cassie's like oh yeah everybody was looking for me everybody cared about me but i'm gonna go to the mall i'm going to find a postcard oh fuck God damn it. Yami, like, Cassie's like, Yami, don't die. And Yami yells, no worries. <laughs> right. That, it's it's very been repeated. In the battle, that's, because Yami, that's what he says yeah. throughout the book. No worries. That's what he says. Yami says, no worries. Because, you know, like, the Australians, they don't worry. <laughs> yeah. Says, do you worry? Says, do you have any worries? Uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> no worries. That's a no. <laughs> no worries. <laughs> God, no, he was lying. Of course he was lying. No, it's all no worries. walking furries. <laughs> Which is no Jesus. fucking worries, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for translating, Australian. <laughs> no, so she goes to the like. Cassie feels guilty that she, like, kind of had feelings for another boy. Right when Jake was like dying without her. Yeah. Which is an 
interesting plot. Right. Like, hey, you know, Cassie saw a better world without Jake. And yeah. Now that she's back with Jake, it's he's, like, uh, yeah, no, I definitely am with he's you, babe. Divorced. Yeah, like you, like, you see a kernel in this book of what an interesting story was in that you picture Cassie, you know, 19-year-old Cassie going into the Peace Corps, meeting someone. Meeting uh, an older, sexier Yami. Right. Kind of finding herself working... I, like working with nature, working in the outback, not caring about basketball or stunts <laughs> right. or video games. No, like you see who Cassie could grow up to be and how she may have feelings for someone other than Jake. That's an interesting fucking story that gets three paragraphs in this book. Well, because it starts at like, you know, the last chapter. So. Right. Yeah. It's this book sucks. Wasted potential. It's, I mean, there's some. Yeah, because that's what this is. Let's finish the book. So she uh, goes to the zoo. She gets a postcard with a big kangaroo on it. Right. And she's like, I'm going to mail this to my friend who likes kangaroos. <laughs> and so she does. She, she mails the she, postcard. She, she writes no she worries. She keeps the kangaroo one. She finds an osprey because that's what she turned into. That's what he saw. Oh, that's what okay. she turned into. Yeah. Good move, Cassie. And I sends was about to say. no worries. Good move, Cassie. I was about to say, like, don't send the guy who likes kangaroos the kangaroo postcard. Right. This would be like if I sent says a postcard of a Foster's beer. Or a big penis. Yeah, that I, says, I like your penis drawing. I'd take that. I'd like that, I think. But, uh... <laughs> yeah. So, what did we learn? What was the, What was the point? There was none. What was the moral? What growth happened? There was none. <laughs> Tezo, was there growth in this book? Like, did anyone grow or change? There, <laughs> kind of. I mean, there was Australia. Like, we and yeah, we saw a glimpse of a Cassie that may not like Jake. Sure, I've liked books like this. I I am on record for liking the Atlantis book. Yeah, it's one of my favorite books, and this could have been that because really. Australia doesn't exist. <laughs> I'm not real. And they could have a wonderful. Yeah, Australia right. is led by a toxic, nuclear, awful like dictator. It Scum doesn't Scum exist. It's a fantasy land where they like eat like Vegemite and throw boomerangs and hang out with kangaroos. Yeah, which if you think that we're making that up, Seza told a story about almost hitting a kangaroo with a car. Right. It's a fantasy land. And they could have had a fun adventure in Australia. Uh huh. Instead, most of the book is in a plane, in, in a plane, cargo hold, in a plane going One to Australia. In a and plane. then when we're in Australia, right? Yeah. And when we're in Australia, all we do is throw some boomerangs, <laughs> acquire a kangaroo, and then leave. Which the best part of the book. Yeah, but it, it feels like the, it feels like Cassie just like went to Australia and hung out at the airport. <laughs> like you know, th there's no like adventure in Australia. Yeah, nothing was gained, nothing was learned, nothing was lost, nothing was lost. Like it was like, oh, Jake was real upset that <laughs> Cassie was gone for a while. I was like, yeah, I bet. Like there was that interesting story where you could have had a quiet little almost love story between Yami and Cassie. Yeah, like, right, like a summer of love, a summer fling. But they didn't. Cassie could have had a vacation where she learned about no worries. Instead, she had some <laughs> worries. I don't know. Not good. Do you like this book? I liked images from this book. Do you like this book? <laughs> I did like the book. Like, part. yes, I liked parts of it. What did you like? 
I like the bird with girl arms. Okay, that was great. I like the kangaroo war. Okay, the kangaroo was I honestly like the boomerang family. <laughs> like, <laughs> the boomerang family. Like, it is such, it is so, like, Ta- you throw enough cliches together, it's funny. Do you like it because it is so very racist? <laughs> not, not because, I like it in spite of its racism. <laughs> okay. Like, what I like about this book is that some obviously white ghostwriter was like, yeah, we'll have the aboriginal characters show up with boomerangs to help the kangaroos fight off aliens. Like, fuck. Like, my the part of my brain which tells me that's problematic and awful is like, ding, 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 this is bad. The racism watchdog is barking. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> but then there's the part of me that's like, this is so 90s like offensive like so not sensitive to the humanity of aboriginal people that i just have to like become jokerified and laugh at does it do you like this book <laughs> i didn't like it but i think it's novel i guess just because animorphs always struck me as a very american series like i was never under the impression that it was in australia or whatever like they try to make it a little bit generic for parts of America, but I was never under the impression that, you know, it wasn't American. But like, <laughs> it's, it's it's yeah. As an Australian, how did this representation feel to you? <laughs> Funny, I guess. <laughs> yeah, like you said, it's just <laughs> well that happens, but it just tickles the part of my brain <laughs> that has recognition where I go oh. Yeah, that's where I live. Nearly hit one of those animals. <laughs> so, so for me, like this, the only context I have about Australia really is the Australian episode <laughs> of The Simpsons, <laughs> and so like that. That was that was it. So, reading this book, it really broadened my horizons. I learned more about Australia. You know, I really learned <laughs> what happens over in Australia. Nate, I gotta and- commend you for not asking Seza to flush his <laughs> toilet so you could see it go the other way, like in The Simpsons. That's right. Uh, you, we like things going the clockwise American I, way. I won't and, do it during um, the show, but you know, I have a camera on the laptop. I have a I have a toilet. If you guys want to, <laughs> <laughs> if you guys want to see it, it's important. I don't believe it. I think you, even if you showed me on camera, it'd be uh, FX, trickery. special but, effects. Yeah, so <laughs> yeah, it would be FX, right? And so, like, what the? But like, really, just like this book is just this person didn't go to Australia. No, has no love for Australia. It's so bad and so wrong, and we know better. But like, it, it's still funny because it's just like, Grandpa, you can't <laughs> because say those words this no more. Was, this was marketed to children as, this is okay. Well, because we got that as children. Like, this is, as kids, this is what we thought Australia was. Yeah. We thought Australia was kangaroos and boomerangs. And maybe, like, a cool fact about Australia. Did you know Aruru is a sacred site? And you can't walk anymore because it's a sacred site. Mm-hmm. You get your your, your f- fact, your scholastic fact, and like that was. Here's the thing, says that this book is American education wrapped up in a nice little bow. Yeah, this is how we get taught about anything that is not America. Is we get taught about like the the broad generic racist <laughs> strokes <laughs> about every other country. In Germany, they eat bratwurst and they have Oktoberfest. 
in Japan, they eat sushi and they bow. In um, China, uh, they eat the dogs and they hit the big gong. Like that, that's American education. That's, that is exactly how they teach us. And on Australia, you throw the boomerang and you hang out with the kangaroo. Ugh. <laughs> yeah, thank you, Lisa Harkrader. You did it. We learned about Australia Ugh. today. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Oh, sorry, I went on a rant there. No, that was a, was a well-needed rant. I can't do it. I'm too fosters in. It says, uh, what do you want to say for your people in your place? <laughs> Speak as uh, the nation. Oh, yeah. There were, there were uh, no didgeridoos in this book. There were bits missing. The yeah, one thing they were missing. Missing. And uh, cane toads. Didn't have those. <sighs> I don't. Not a good book. <laughs> Definitely read it if you have an ir- irony-poisoned racist brain, because that's funny. So, so what, what is your final thought? What is... W- tie a bow on it. I don't have a final thought about the book, but I did want to say an animal fact that isn't kangaroo-based. It's koalas okay. have chlamydia. A large portion of them have chlamydia. That's... <laughs> that's it. F- uh... Says it. Tell okay. the people where they go uh, find you. I have a Twitter. It's the underscore Cesar S double Z A. Yes, we say Z. Uh, I have. Cooler. I have no idea yeah, if it's cooler. going to yeah. remain open or if I'm going to relock it at any point. But that's where I am. I don't have much to to advertise, which is disappointing because I should have stuff to advertise. Because I, yes, you do make art. You do make beautiful do. paint art. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say about weed. <laughs> like you, you do yes, also I have do. beautiful weed. Uh, I don't sell that though. You know. <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> I do. I do paintings like paint pours, and I, I haven't done it for a while. But I am an amateur dildo maker. But I haven't done that in ages. I don't have yeah. anything to sell yeah. right now. So, wasted opportunity here, I too. I was fighting so hard not to call you my Australian <laughs> boyfriend's sex toy painter. <laughs> they call it a billabong down there. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> God damn you. By the end of a dinner party, almost everybody at the dinner party had a case of beers. 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 People simply take this seriously, rapidly. Get on the beers. That's your civic duty. That's what's most important, and that's what must be done. Beers, 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 get on the beers, 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 get on the beers, beers, no beers, China, beers, get on the, get on the, get on the beers, take this seriously, get on the beers, get on the beers, that's your civic duty. Get on the get on the get on the beers. That's what's most important. Beers. That's what's most important. Beers. That's what's most important. Beers. And that's what must be done. Beers. I can honestly say I never had a beer in my life. Okay.